Welcome to Showboys, a podcast that delves into the world of film and TV. Hosts Nick, Mike, and Chad take their water cooler talk from the office to the web as they discuss their favorite movies, shows, and all other content in between. In this week's episode, Jordan joins the show to chat about the latest DCU news and to talk about what they've been playing lately. So, what's playing? Welcome to another episode of Showboys. My name is Mike, and tonight I'm joined by the illustrious Chadwick the Third. How are you doing tonight, bro? I'm here. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing swell. Uh, we're both doing better than Nick, though. Yes, that's what uh, I hear. Uh, yeah, he's uh, under the weather tonight, so uh, get well soon, my friend. Sivs in the chat. Hello, sir. Appreciate you being here with us tonight, and everyone else who's out there. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Welcome. Uh, tonight we uh, we have just a, a regular old what's playing episode, which should be fun. We're going to talk about uh, what we've been playing lately. Uh, just kind of shoot the crap. We got a lot of DCU news that was announced this week, a couple days ago. James Gunn uh, took to the the, the Twitter sphere and the, and the the video camera and uh, finally laid out chapter one of uh, the DCU. Uh, eight to ten year plan so we've brought in our comic expert jordan who is uh coming in actually he's he's here now so what's up jordan hey how's it going what's good, up good how are you good good comic book expert eh? yeah 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 i uh when, like the studio like no <laughs> don't, don't set expectations yes yes um yeah, we got a lot of stuff to talk about that James Gunn announced, which should be fun. Nick's here. He says, I will support from the sidelines or go to sleep. I hear our podcast is good for that. <laughs> I've heard that too, my friend. That's good. I've heard it too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it was told to me like multiple times as a compliment. So take that as you will. Maybe I just like the three of us just have super soothing voices dude no way um, no way i have a smooth i don't have a soothing voice there's no yeah. way i don't know how anyone can fall asleep to me coughing and throat, yeah my throat like seven <laughs> times uh but hey you know to teach their own i guess so so showboys is like instrumental christmas music yeah you get a christmas why are your stockings still up back there bro oh it's February, my dude. Ooh, yeah, guilty as charged. Oh, and Jeff even says that from, from the sidelines. Those those are actually my socks. <laughs> the, the dryer <laughs> just, broke. Yeah, dryer broke. <laughs> yeah, they're, I'm a, yep, that's what they are. <laughs> that's what they are. His really, really yeah. big feet. Um, yeah, so um, – <laughs> Let's just, I mean, let's just get right into the, the James Gunn DCU news stuff. Um, so he, he came out, uh, not, not that way. Uh, he, he went online and, and announced his plans for chapter one, which he's titled Gods and Monsters uh, for well, phase one of the DCU here. Um, and uh, before we get into the specifics, Jordan, as a fan of DC. What did you think of the announcements? Uh, anything in particular stand out? 
to you? Got you excited? Uh, got you a little disappointed? I, I have questions, right? I think everyone does. I think I think that's orchestrated, though. There are a, lot, a lot of the questions were meant to uh, resonate afterwards to create. I mean, for content creators, it was a goldmine, let's be honest, right? Uh, anything from, you know, weird, crazy things that happen in real life from actors doing certain things to what, what's going to happen with the storyline to new things announced. It's just... Uh, yeah, a lot, lot of things stuck out, but yeah, I'm sure we'll we'll stumble into each one of those as we go. I yeah. will say though, Gods and Monsters alone is uh, it's actually an Elseworlds title. Um, hmm. There was there was a story where uh, you know there was a, a vampiric uh, Batman, uh, General Zod was Superman, and uh, I believe uh, the character who is Big Barda becomes uh, Wonder Woman in oh, that nice. one. I think so. I'm pretty sure. Um, but actually, the, the really cool thing is in that storyline also, uh, the character who originally turns into Man Bat, he, he's actually Batman. So he's got, you know, <laughs> what do you know? Man Bat, one yeah. of my favorite uh, obscure characters. Love it. Right. <clears throat> uh, Chad, were yes. you aware any of this happened? Yes, I, I, I did see some of it, uh, but my interest is uh, pretty pretty much non-existent in, in most of this. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so I'm just here for the ride. I'm here for the Batman sequel, obviously. Nice. Uh, which has been announced and right. also confirmed to be, I believe Gunn has called everything outside of the DCU Elseworlds, oddly enough, which is what Jordan just referred to the gods and monsters, uh, coming from, but, uh, yeah, he, he, I guess let's start there. We'll talk about the four. Uh, there, I believe it was only four. The the four movies that were slated to be released from the old regime, um, and Matt Reeves the Batman, which is uh, guns confirmed. I mean, obviously it's DC, it's Batman, but it's it's not a part of the DCU, uh, which is totally fine. I, I think it's cool to have kind of like Absolutely. that separate Bat verse um, because what Reeves did, I mean, we all agree that was phenomenal. So can't wait to get more of that. Uh, but as far as the four projects that were slated to release this year, um, we have The Flash, Aquaman 2, um, Blue Beetle, right? And Shazam Fury of the Gods. Right. Um, and and he kind of commented on, on each of these. Uh, the big things that I can remember right off the top of my head, uh, Flash is telling Flash story which we all speculated would soft reboot the dcu which he confirmed is happening uh aquaman 2 will lead into the superman movie somehow and i believe he said correct me if i'm wrong here but like shazam Zachary levi's character is going to be a part of the dcu but he said that that's like that story is kind of on the fringes of the DCU, so it can kind of like live in its own thing while still being a part. Yeah, it's what? it's it's always been um, uh, vague nods, right to 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 what's happening with uh, with the uh, you know with, with what the Snyder verse was going to be. Uh, you didn't actually see Ben Affleck. You didn't actually see Henry Cavill. You just saw the battering. You saw Henry Cavill or the the, the, the suit of uh, Henry Cavill Superman. Uh, you didn't, uh, you know, you didn't, it didn't actually happen. It happened, but it didn't happen. Right. That's, that's kind of, that's how they're, that's how they're playing it. Uh, mm -hmm. 
but there's a lot of different things you can do with it, especially with with the re- reboot. I think that with that, that particular movie was the only one he was very honest about. Like, hey, go see this movie, but it's going to change afterwards, right? <laughs> yeah. it's, that's like the only one he was like blatantly honest about. Um, with the timeline, I, I guess it, it can make sense. Uh, but it's you know honestly, I think. Uh, I know. I don't know if you guys were a fan of Thor: Dark World. I know we've talked about Thor a bunch of times, but Dark World was one of my was my favorite uh, Thor movie, and I liked it because it, it was just it was a Thor story in, in its own. And uh, even though the first Shazam did that, this is kind of doing it again. But the greatest thing about early Captain Marvel comics, with back with Fawcett uh, Publications, you know, Captain Marvel Shazam, he was the only he was the first character in like the forties flying through space, punching a dragon in the face. Like it's just <laughs> mind boggling, right? That's, that's so awesome. So to, to see like the, one of the daughters of Atlas, like ride a dragon through the city, it's, it's just a huge nod to it. It's, it's, I'm, I'm excited for that movie that that could just be like a, a movie out on its own, uh, completely out on its own. And I'd, I'd be excited for it. I like Shazam a lot, obviously. Nice. Uh, do you recall what he said about blue beetle? And if you said, that already i'm sorry i was looking at my mic settings apparently it was sounding goofy um but is the blue beetle going to be part of the the dcu funny you bring this up while i was actually talking about shazam i could not remember uh where that fell into it uh i think he did say i think he said it's gonna be it's it's definitely part of the dcu for sure uh my question is well is it before or after the reset i'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. it's before no i think it's after the reset it's after the reset but before superman I think I think that's what it was. Oh. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, Derpy says, "I'm see the Flash regardless." Um, yeah, I it's mean, too hey. fast. You can't see him. No, it's that's yeah. Right. I, right. I, I, I honestly, I'm I'm gonna see it too. Uh, Ezra is pretty much a piece of trash. Right? Yeah, uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. There's no, there's no <laughs> dancing around that. Uh, and I just especially just with ideology. I just would not mesh with the guy at all, but uh, a lot of, a lot of, in a lot of ways, you know, I would, I would kind of put Robert Downey Jr. there before he was Iron Man. Also, you know, he was, he was, he wasn't doing exactly this is bad at things, but he was drugs, alcohol, mm. putting other people's lives in danger, kind of in a spiral. Yeah, complete spiral, and one successful thing turned it around for him. Uh, I think Ezra surrounded mm-hmm. by a culture that's. It's a pretty hateful culture in general, and uh, it's just gonna spiral even further. But uh, it's it's ballsy keeping it around. But it's all it would be even ballsier getting rid of them. It's it's an important movie to do the reset, right? <laughs> well, and and it's just that it's a reset. So like, yeah. if if Ezra can't pull it together, like it's a reset. So we yeah. can have a different Flash if we want, or right. if he can somehow, you know, get get things back in line, maybe he stays on. But um. Joe says he's excited for Shazam. That's about it. Uh, and Siv says love Zach Levi. Levi need to see the sequel. Uh, yeah, he's I need in to hot, see the He's in hot one. water for saying like a pharmaceutical company is evil. Yeah, you yeah. About that? Yep, yep. Dude, seriously, five, six, ten years ago, everyone knew pharmaceutical companies were evil. Like, yeah, yeah. Like what yeah. the hell's wrong with the world <laughs> right. right now? All of a yeah. sudden, we're crusaders for a big. That's just yeah. insane. Yeah. Hey, God capitalism sucks, but you can't talk about the pharmacies. Bro. Yeah, yeah, capitalism yeah. sucks, but you know what? We need innovation to drive the free market. Much <laughs> 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 right, idiots, man. Much idiots. Oh, jeez, um, Jeff's dad's behind the scenes, like spitting his 
his tea everywhere. <laughs> Poor guy. Which, by the way, I don't know if you've if you've known this, uh, Jeff or Chad. Um, but every time I've done a show with Jordan, I've made it a, a like a, a, a secret side quest for me to, oh, yeah, to make, make him yeah. like spit his drink out. Yeah, trying to, trying to get all the thirst out right now. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I'm not sure it's happened before. I did get him to cry once, which was great. Uh, I've cried a few times actually on the show. <laughs> yeah, uh, I cried a few times. It's, that was probably the best thing of the the Falcon Winter Soldier companion series because that show definitely was not. Anyways, um, yeah. So the, there are all the projects uh, that were previously announced by the by the previous regime before James Gunn and Peter Safran took over. Um, so let's go through what they announced will be a part of chapter one, Gods and Monsters. Uh, stream gets, gets cut early from the government. That's right. That's right. We definitely didn't say Big Pharma sucks. And if we all <laughs> unalived ourselves, it wasn't us. Um, <laughs> yeah. So here we go. We got uh, the list of TV shows. So he announced, um, I don't know, I want to say like 10 things. Uh, and it was a pretty even split between shows and movies, which are cool. Uh, he talked about the importance or, um, yeah, I guess the importance, but, uh, the inclusion of what is going to be a part of the storytelling, uh, mediums for the DCU, which I thought was really cool. Uh, yeah. of course you have live action movies and shows, uh, but he also specifically talked about animation. So, the the animated shows that <clears throat> that release um, from here on forward sound like they will be integral parts of the DCU and the the overall narrative that's being told, which is really cool. <clears throat> but the thing that makes me the most excited, and I think will make Chad very excited, is he said games. So games will be a way that they tell the story within the dcu yeah I which mean, that's is a, yeah, so it's a cool. really cool idea if they can pull it off that is um, yes very cool idea for the sure other thing that he said in that portion of his announcement um is consistency and trying to keep the same actors and actresses across all mediums so if they voice uh, a thing in a game or animation he wants to use those people in the live action stuff when they make their appearances or if they, you know, appeared first in live action and then pop up in a game like he wants to use right. the same people where and when he can, which I think is so cool. Um, yeah. That makes me very excited. Yeah, it's a good opportunity to get a hold of, you know, younger actors who don't have exactly an identity yet and give them kind of a career contract across the board. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's 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 very it's obviously not uncommon to have voice actors cross over with live action these days. Uh, obviously, before Robin Williams, that was a crazy right. So we're mm -hmm. really accustomed to it. Uh, I, I really think that uh, you know I'm probably agreeing with you guys here. It's it's ambitious because you know what are two of the things that have um, probably the you know the most uh, uh, setbacks and and uh, release schedules video games. <laughs> and you know a lot of times movies so it's yeah. to have you know yeah. if you have a video game is pivotal to a story it'll you know throw something out of whack even in, in the movie uh I, I my guess you know video games more of like a side quest 
right? Yeah. Uh, it'll probably introduce the Bat Family, and then we'll see like a Nightwing or Tim Drake video game come off of that, and that doesn't exactly, you know, connect that much. But yeah, uh, I I'm saying this in uh, in hope <laughs> that yeah. that's that that's how they do it. It'd be yeah, insane. It'd, it'd be insane be... to have a blockbuster movie in a video game. We can't right. Do that, right, because yeah. it's it's such a smaller audience than right. than who would go see a movie, right? Right. You're not gonna get like the 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 fifty to sixty year olds who are like, oh, I haven't seen a Batman movie in a while. Yeah. Like, go pick up a PlayStation Six and yeah. grab the latest Arkham game and play through it. I can't beat um, the third level, but I want to know what happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sweet <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Look up the yeah. cutscenes on YouTube. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. Um. So Joe says, Siv and I plan to recap all five seasons of Chuck. We love Zach Levi. Hey, I'm all for that. Uh, you should do that because I've never seen that show. So I'd love to learn from you guys. Uh, and Siv agrees. Says, Wood, I'm with you, Joe. Siv and JoJo in the morning. Uh, I'm at the workshop that name, but I, I like the idea. <laughs> yeah. uh, Nick says, I heart fire Big Pharma. His heart is on fire for Big Pharma. I wonder if that's because he's sick. He's he's going um, to sleep right yeah, now. Probably. He's, he's <laughs> killing him right now. <laughs> yeah. And hey, maybe Jeff will join you guys uh, uh, as your third host because uh, he loved Chuck um joe says dc snap uh he was a he's a big fan of marvel snap uh, oh yeah who knows oh. who knows uh nick it's big comics that's the <laughs> that's comics. the next uh next conspiracy theory you guys want to look out for. talking there huh uh, that's a good name for a comic book company it yeah is. it actually is i'm surprised <laughs> that it isn't one maybe maybe it is i don't know nick also says playstation 6 concepts look rad he did post a video somewhere in our discord i think um but yeah uh, I, th I think it's it's ambitious. I think it's really cool because it's something that we've kind of talked about on the show before, utilizing games and in, in a big overall narrative of a franchise. Uh, so it's cool that they're at least talking about it. We'll see if it actually comes to fruition there. But right. um, yeah, first up here, we got uh, the list of TV shows. Um, and, and in here, of course, is where our, our one and only animation project uh, resides. And that is Creature Commandos. I know nothing about this, Jordan. Please teach me. Uh, Creature Commandos. It's uh, I was uh, my mouth dropped when I saw. It. Not like I'm like oh finally. I just like oh my god, they're actually doing this. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's just, it just shows you how off the wall it's going to be right away. Um, but they were they were one of the classic uh, you know teams put together to go fight wars. You know the Nazis and yeah, they've been in a couple of different wars and um, I guess conflicts around the world. But it's just like it, what it says. It's they're a group of monsters who go in and, and uh, you know complete missions. And they're not like the suicide. A lot of people are, are are comparing them to the Suicide Squad. They don't. They're not like cannon fodder. They're like a. They're an elite group. They're led by Rick Flag Senior. Ironically, um, <laughs> but yeah. they're not like the not, Suicide Squad. Not a, good, not, a, not a good start to that. <laughs> not a good start to your uh, argument. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm doing it to myself though. Like, yeah. I just admitted that completely. Uh, but it's you know they're they're already dead. Let's put it that way. <laughs> you can't kill him again. Yeah, uh, GI Robot. You know he's kind of um, I, every time I look at the Iron Giant, I always thought of GI Robot. You know he just has this simple you know this iron looking robot. Uh, Frank. I love Frankenstein in DC comic books. He's, I was about to ask, is he yeah. gonna be? Is he a part of the Commandos? And I yeah. was gonna preface it by saying I'm not like trolling or joking around. Like, yeah. Frankenstein is a really cool character. He right. shows up in some Justice League dark stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's he's I mean, he's a monster hunter, 
and uh, he carries the uh, an angelic sword. I think of, uh, of Michael. It's honestly. the it's the rowdiest thing yeah. ever. I love it. Yeah, he does. He couples that with just a classic Victorian flintlock pistol. Yeah, it's so cool, so cool. Uh, the Bride of Frankenstein was in that. Uh, a couple couple others. Uh, I was you know that were recognizable. I couldn't remember their names, but it's it'll be interesting. Weasel was there, obviously, from the Suicide Squad movie. Uh, if you watch the post credit scene. Not, he's you're not helping yourself out here. He stumbled away. He lived. He lived. <laughs> he lived, though. Okay. <laughs> he stumbled away. Uh, that's yeah. It'll be good. Um, it'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, here I, I also the- also want to say real quick too. When he was going through the Else Worlds, like talking about it, he mentioned Teen Titans Go. It's amazing. I, I love the acknowledgement that that actually is like a cartoon universe that exists. You yeah. know, and if you watch any of those movies, they go through all the other cartoon universes and interact with other ones and. Uh, I've honestly, I just, I recently discovered that show and I, I stayed away from it for a very long time, probably like a lot of people, but I, I don't think I've ever laughed at a cartoon as hard as I have since like <laughs> Looney Tunes. Like it is, <laughs> it is just downright hilarious. I, I, yeah, so so in the, the little blurb about creature commandos from his announcement, uh, they are comprised of a, of military superhumans, including a human leader, which you, uh, said rick flag senior a werewolf vampire frankenstein's monster and a gorgon what is a gorgon gorgon i don't know it sounds similar to medusa to be honest with you but um i don't uh like it's a type of species i'm not totally sure uh and then like you said gun pointed out that weasel from his suicide squad uh, will be on the show uh so that's cool it's interesting the animated project there um we also have Waller, which is interesting. Uh, this is, he says, uh, a continuation of Peacemaker. They're using the same actors. He is currently working on writing the Superman film. So he says, we can't do Peacemaker season two. And what he means by that is at this time, there is a Peacemaker season two coming. Uh, but they're working on Waller in between, which is uh, pretty cool. And, you know, uh, Viola Viola Adams is that her name? I think so. Yeah, uh, that's right. She uh yeah she she's I've I've enjoyed her take on on Waller in every yeah DC project she's been in Waller and um so it, it'll be cool to see um her her side of the story because of course we see like the Suicide Squad side in their interactions with Waller and then of course Peacemakers team side right and their interactions with Waller so. It'll be cool to have a show uh, just dedicated to her side of what's going on because uh, she's yeah, kind of a scumbag. So I kind of want to see why. It's a, what's the it's a weird announcement, and uh, I think it's a way to to give us a little bit, little bit of peacemaker, yeah, a little bit of hardcore. You know, just it's yeah. I don't know. I, I was just kind of like, of course, Amanda Waller is going to be there. You know, it's like a, <laughs> yeah, it's like the um, old ice sculpture at a Christmas party. <laughs> it's just kind of be. Uh, but the, the, the next three are very, very interesting to me. And I'll talk about, I'll, I'll go in, in order of interest in my mind, uh, starting with what I'm least interested about, but it's, it's piqued my interest enough that, uh, I, I'm just, I'm super curious and that's booster gold. Um, cause he's kind of lame, right? <laughs> this dude is, is a dude from the future who was so lame that he went back in time to be a super he- uh, hero so people would like him 
And they still hate him. He's so, yeah. he's so he went through He went through so much. And I mean, some people like him, but they, they're mistaken him for like, you know, he thinks he's admired, but then he's like, no, I'm not Green Lantern. I'm Booster Gold. You know, like he's got to, he has to verify who he is to everybody. Uh, um, but yeah. the, the funny story about Booster Gold is like, uh, dad and I, uh, Jeff, dad behind the scenes, we write a lot of music together. And uh, neither of us are our lyricists so a lot of the music we write is instrumental um and without lyrics um and our lack of well particularly my lack of creativity with words uh i can never name songs so every project that we started and worked on i just named after a dc superhero <laughs> and one of the first songs that we uh worked on recently uh, was named Booster Gold. So I, I remember seeing that actually. <laughs> I remember like I remember I texted you guys. I'm like, holy mother. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, good. But yeah, so so I'm interested to, to see what that is. Um, but yeah, uh, the the quote of of this blurb is Booster Gold is imposter syndrome as a superhero. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. That's going to be an HBO Max series, of course. I mean, all these are going to be HBO Max series. Uh, the next interesting one for me is Paradise Lost, and that is uh, this should actually pique your interest, Chad. This is going to be a Game of Thrones esque story. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw about that. A bunch Fenestera. of hot women on an island. It'll pique yeah. your interest. Yeah, but how? how <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even sound remotely close to Game of Thrones. It's, and I hate Nick and I have talked about the Game of Thrones esque thing that yeah. everybody I mean, seems to use yeah, now. Anything is, can be yeah. considered Game of Thrones, but, right? Um, I also and it feel also like... annoys me. It also annoys me that it's got the same name as the documentary about those childhood uh, Robin Hood murders. I don't know if you guys ever watched it. It's on HBO. It's really good. It's three parts, but yeah. it's called Paradise Lost. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know about this. Um, uh... I feel like he made a. He made a, a couple. HBO series references during his announcement, and I think it was just like a, all these are HBO. Like this is an HBO company, right? So let's right. let's make all the HBO references we can. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, uh, this takes place on Themyscira, the home of Wonder Woman. Um. So it's about the Amazons. Uh. It is a political intrigue, um, behind a society of all women. So, uh. Yeah, Wonder Woman, interesting character. The Amazons are interesting characters. Um, it'll be a fun story to learn. We haven't necessarily been on Themyscira very much in the DC content that we've had. Of course, like we we go there a few times in Justice League and Batman vs Superman with with Diana and stuff. It'll also be interesting to see. Uh, Dad and I were also talking about this before we went live. The continuation of the Wonder Woman story we've already gotten and Gal Gadot's character. Um, I think that is kind of still hanging in the balance or has that been confirmed or I don't, denied I think, yet, Jordan? I think they have her as like some sort of producer <laughs> on the show, some kind of an executive uh, level, but she's not, she's never been announced to be on the show. I was actually for some, I don't know where I got this uh, inkling at. Maybe he said it, maybe he didn't, but uh I was thinking this is actually while uh, Diana is still a kid, and the power is shifting between the different uh, you know, leaders of, of different. Because you know there are multiple. Uh, a lot of people don't know this. There's a lot of uh, like probably three or four different tribes of Amazons on Themyscira. Not all of them are just 
literally in the main place. And there, there's some more savage ones. Um, there's some in between ones, but that's actually what you kind of see in the uh, Snyder cut too, is, you know, there's different armies of the Amazon. They, they still have the same interest of protecting the Island, but they're never, there's still the power right. shift between the, the group. Yeah. Kind of, it, like, kind of like Wakanda actually. Yeah. It does say, uh, you know, about the, the scheming between the different power players in that society. And it takes place before the birth of Diana. So it's an earlier history of the mascara. So, all I know is if Zeus actually existed and he like gave the leader a daughter made of clay, I wouldn't mess with her. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that that is is number two on my my series I'm interested in uh, in this announcement, and the series I'm the series I'm most interested in is Lanterns, of course. Um, I actually paused the live show when when he said that. Yeah. Like he was like. The next one's going to be a big T- T- o- TV debut. It's going to be called Lanterns. I was like, space bar. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, like this is, this is a show that's been talked about for like so Years. long. Yeah. That ironically, no one had the willpower to do it. You know, <laughs> but here it is. I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah. Here it is. And, and not, it, it was eventually going to be, you know, off the side, they were going to like focus on like an Alan Scott timeline with, you know, a yeah. guy Gardner and all this stuff. But they're like, you know what? We need, we need, uh, you know, like lethal weapon in space. <laughs> you know, this is yeah. this is this is a perfect dynamic. Uh, in the comics, you know, Hal and John are kind of they're at, at the end they got each other's back and they're cool with each other. But when they're trying to work together, it's you know they're they're a little bit at odds. Hmm. And uh, to it's always kind of annoying the comic books. But it was funny because every time I would go reading it, I'm like, oh, this is actually kind of cool verbalized it's just i always had a hard time reading it but anyway i'm sorry continue no uh it's it follows hal jordan and john stewart um and it is a here here's the other hbo reference uh uh very much in the vein of true detective so um yeah space detectives uh assigned to earth so um yeah green lanterns i feel like uh ever since even the first justice league uh, when you have just the the lantern ring floating off a, a body in the battle on the mascara, and then right. uh, in Snyder the Snyder cut, we get a little more lanterns in that that scene, the battle on the mascara. Uh, and like you said, there's been a, a live action movie talked about and a series talked about uh, for at least two years because uh, we've reported on it multiple times on the newscast. Rest in peace. Um, but it's cool to, to see that it's coming. It's got a name, and it's officially on the slate. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Green Lantern. Interesting art that they use, too. I mean, the the older Hal Jordan with the beard is really cool. Uh, you know, he's I, he's always been – this is why I love Top Gun so much, too, uh, which I forgot to mention that is one of my favorite movies of, of 2022. But um, it's, you know, Maverick. He's like Hal Jordan. <laughs> it's Hal Jordan. We never got the ring. Uh, and I just, I, I, I've always, I was actually, uh, talking to someone not too long ago. I, I was saying with the, with the way how rocky superhero movies are and just, uh, you know, just, just modern storytelling, I'm kind of like, you know what, how Jordan is like probably my favorite combo character of all time. I'm like, just keep him away. Just don't even yeah, don't do don't it. Do it. You're don't do ruin it. it. Just, yeah. just keep it away. And then they announced it. I'm like, Ooh, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, whatever. Like, beam me up, Scotty. Let's do it. You know, <laughs> but they use the the bearded one. It's, it's 
you know, it, it's, it'll be cool to, uh, I mean, have, you need some superheroes with the hot shot, you know, toxic attitude. And he's just, he's always been that guy. It's just, he needs to be in it. But interesting enough, John Stewart in the, in the artwork, I don't know if there's clues he used in the artwork or not. Um, it's hard to see, but like, you know, John Stewart's been like a yellow lantern one time, really, really quick. Everyone's kind of dipped their pinky toe in the waters of different colors. Right. And, uh, for some reason, they they made the different contrast of the, the two characters being shown side by side, but it was it was interesting. He chose the Yellow Lantern, John Stewart. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that wraps it up for the TV shows. Uh, excited, excited, excited for Lanterns. Booster Gold. I'm excited. Just gotta <laughs> say, I can. You would be. Um, and then of course we had a slate. Robin of killing here. Batman. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Spoiler alert, uh, Batman does not exist in the DCU because he gets decapitated by Damien. Um, but yeah, so uh, Superman Legacy, uh, this is the launching point for the DCU, uh, as proclaimed by Gunn himself. And uh, let me find the blurb here. Uh, here we go. This is really the start of the DCU. It's not an origin story. It focuses on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing. He is the embodiment of truth, justice in the American way. He is kindness in a world that thinks of kindness as old fashioned. Um, so yeah, so somehow Aquaman two is going to lead into this and this will be the official start of chapter one of the DCU. Um, this is so 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 confusing, bro. So yeah. what? So the, all the movies that have happened now are just never yeah, happened, so or what? I, I think it's, I think what he what he meant by it, and you're not wrong with it not being confusing. Um, but I think what he means by that is this is like the the first one that you know, like like it's a, it's a big movie that is a prime character that is a new storyline within the DCU. Gotcha. Uh, okay. And it it kind of allows us to like get our yeah. Feet the ground with this and run forward with that. So, prime so essentially everything before the Flash movie, because I think Flashpoint is the first of the four that were already planned to release this year. Um, everything prior to that movie will be considered like Elseworld stuff, like other timeline like other yeah, gotcha. the, the simplest way the simplest way to look at of, it is yeah. the Snyderverse is an Elseworld movie that gave birth to the prime earth really yeah that, that we're gonna jump into that's probably uh, the best way and, and the flashpoint story uh in short uh flash goes back in time to save his mother or something right Jordan and it yeah. like basically messes everything up and like Thomas Wayne was never like Thomas and Martha were never killed and Thomas is Batman uh, so oh, like totally yeah. messes with Bruce, everything. Bruce, Bruce is killed. Martha Wayne becomes a Joker because she goes crazy and that he's killed. Oh, Thomas wow. Wayne is Batman. It's a phenomenal story. And uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, uh, but it's they're going to use that that Flashpoint storyline to soft reboot the DCU. Um, and then of course, since these four movies were already set to release, like they're, it's not like Batgirl where they were like principal filming was done and they haven't done anything in post or anything like these movies are ready to release. So instead of, you know, wasting more millions of dollars, shelving projects, uh, they're figuring out ways to shoehorn them in here to the DCU. Yeah. Which by the way, Aquaman two is not on the list here. No, uh, it's already, that's, it's supposed to come out in December. 
Is it? Yeah. Um, oh, because it, that is still after that is still after the Flash. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so trampoline lover ninety five. Uh, thank you for joining us. She says he or she says this is really good. I just joined. Thank you. And they love Superman. So um, yeah, Superman Legacy should be should be interesting. Um, let's talk about the two least interesting to me on this list, and that uh, next would be the Authority, because I know nothing about this. Uh, so c- can you explain this, Jordan, or do you want me to read the blurb? No, no, yeah, I can. I can. Uh, blurb's always good. Uh, the Authority is uh, it's it was born in the the Wildstorm universe by Jim Lee in the nineties. This was after his exile from from Marvel, going into doing their own thing. Uh, it obviously, eventually, was purchased by DC. Jim Lee was brought over with a lot of other people. But uh, when this first came out, it really went under the radar. It was ahead of its time. Uh, you know, they were a group of superheroes who weren't happy with the world, and they were ready to change it kind of as a collective group, no matter what they needed to do. These days, it's kind of like, you know, that happens in the boys that like it's just edgy superhero type of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. They're just willing to either go with the world or change it. They're, they're all they're They try and be counterculture uh, to the, what the world is and how they do it. Uh, it was really interesting. Um, the, the group of characters that are in it, uh, Apollo and Midnighter, they're essentially the Batman, and the Superman of the group. Uh, they're actually in a relationship with each other. So they're they're. Uh, they're gay and it's it's a really cool storyline they have their own like solo series really good uh midnighter was always really cool because you can take an angry classic toxic masculine guy and also be gay right and throw him in a love story and and do this whole thing and they're both like just hot-headed and they you know they beat the hell out of people and they have issues and uh, it's it's just a really cool dynamic and and what they do with it. I think it's it's perfect for it's perfect for James Gunn, right? Uh, yeah. He he plays that line. He does it with Peacemaker, right? He's got you know some super feminine traits, but he's not you know he'll shoot someone's head off in a second and have zero mercy yeah. for it. He's kind of toxic. It's it, it's a it's a it's a playground for James Gunn, and I think he's gonna. Uh, when he announced it, I, I didn't see it coming. The only thing I saw coming on this whole list was literally Booster Gold. <laughs> I, honestly, <laughs> uh, when he said the authority, I was just like, oh, "I, it's." I mean, that that if you ever heard a character named Grifter, uh, Grifter's part of the Wildstorm universe. He's, it's super exciting too. To... This is why Jordan's on the show, yeah. walking yeah. DC encyclopedia. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot of cool things that happen with it, but but go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I think that's what's so exciting about James Gunn taking control of, of the DCU because obviously he's done work in the MCU, which is a highly successful Superman franchise or Superman superhero franchise. Uh, but what's exciting, uh, the bits of the MCU he's responsible for is uh, a, a band of extremely obscure <laughs> superheroes like. Um, and it's cool. And I mean, that's just kind of, of course you have like your big hitters in the MCU, but one of the cool things about the MCU is they've for the most part, taken a lot of, you know, kind of obscure and lesser superheroes and made them popular. Um, so it's cool to see all of those things on the DC side. Cause really anyone who's not Batman or Superman or wonder woman is, you know, you might as well just say uh, Chad, man, he's, <laughs> 
a superhero i promise like yeah. no nobody unless you're like into dc if you you don't know anyone from from the dc universe right. like it's not batman superman or yeah. wonder woman that's why i mixed up the tick and blue beetle <laughs> like <laughs> right they're really remaking that and like no. uh, but why? like just his his like wacky zany like take on some of these characters i'm really excited to see with more dc projects because what he did with the Suicide Squad movie was good, and Peacemaker was excellent. Like, uh, I'm just excited to see his hands creatively uh, in more of these like lesser known teams and heroes. Western culture does. We sit there and we nitpick all these things that are legacy to our culture, right? It doesn't matter if it's history itself. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's you know historical characters that are real life fictional. Uh, we just nitpick the hell out of it and the best content creations is made out of hating it instead of, you know, talking about the good yeah. things about it and also, you know, weighing it even, it's just, it's just hate, hate, hate. And when it comes to comic books, you know, Batman, Superman and, and Wonder Woman in a lot of cases are just prime candidates to, to just hate on. It's so easy to hate on it. Uh, no matter what James Gunn came out with, people were going to just piss all over it. There's, mm -hmm. there was no doubt about it. It was a lose, lose situation. Um, so it's actually one of the best things I think happened is he was vague with some of the timelines so that it would, if people talk about it, they'll still see it because they're like, I got to see it. Right. You know, I, got, I just got to see what's going to happen out of this for the most part anyway. Uh, but it's, it's a uh, using James Gunn's, a, you know, his, his formula is using legacy characters to prop up new characters to make, you know, the culture, the, you know, our culture be like, oh, this is a really cool new character. I never heard of him before. But he's hanging out with Batman, so it might be cool. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's what's gonna happen. And I think that's that's what they're that's what they're doing here. So they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna bring in the new Trinity and then build everything around them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh I'm excited. <clears throat> uh next up we have Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. Uh wow. And <laughs> I just looked at the blurb. And literally the first sentence is, and next up is Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. <laughs> I swear I wasn't reading it, but uh, that's, well, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, uh, so this is uh, based on Tom King's comic book series, came out last year. Um, and in the series, we'll see the difference between Superman, who was sent to Earth and raised by loving parents from the time he was an infant, versus Supergirl, who was raised on uh, a rock chip off of Krypton, and watched everyone around her die and be killed in terrible ways for the first 14 years of her life. So I'm sure <laughs> nothing, you know, she probably has no <laughs> issues, you know, mental problems at all. I'm sure she's perfectly fine. And I'm, I'm going to predict a me. red lantern, Supergirl. just that happened in the comics <laughs> also. Yeah. She, she became a, uh, you know, a rage. She just, it was yeah. one of the, it was a really cool Supergirl. Uh, well, he says she's not exactly the Supergirl we're used to seeing, so it very well could be the case. She's a very yeah. Tom King, uh, who's uh, I, I just like Tom King. He's a huge fan of uh, cancel culture. He's it's it's amazing. He's actually one of the writers in this in this whole thing. Um, but uh, the idea Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow was not that good. Uh, I'm not surprised again because Tom King. But the idea <laughs> the idea is pretty cool, right? And uh, she's they kind of did the whole like angry damian wayne with her you know type of like she's just got this vendetta and it's and she's the polar opposite to kal-el who's mm -hmm. the nice guy you know um which honestly if you i i, I don't want to keep bringing this up but uh you know they talk about uh 
you know, when Superman, the, the truth, justice in American way, if you remember that saying was banned by saying the American way, that was banned last year or 2021. I can't remember. They didn't want to say that because people found it offensive, but <laughs> James Gunn, who was kind of a victim of cancel culture, right? Right. Right. Like is around this whole thing and he's kind of making sure that that, that saying kind of goes into it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's pretty, it's pretty great too, because yes, we, I mean, if you're not aware, you're like, you know, three years, three or four years behind the times, but uh, he was one of the f- first, if only Marvel person that was uh, canceled from like a 13 year old tweet or something. Um, and then of course, due to the success of the projects that he was involved in, they yeah, canceled him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah must have took him out the front door and, and right. brought him back in the back door. Yeah. Hey, just kidding. Cause come back. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, which like my ideas on cancel culture, like it's just so dumb. Um, yeah. Yeah. Say, say whatever you want. I don't care. Um, a lot of people, the, the thing is you, you don't need cancel culture because if people think what you say is stupid and like offensive and terrible, they're just not going to support you because right. you're a terrible person. Yeah. Um, but anyways, all that aside, I think it's great that, uh, you know, Chris Pratt, one of the the you know faces of James Gunn projects, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, has been in the crosshairs of the um, you know cancel culture um, society with uh, because he's uh, a an outspoken Christian. Um, so of course he's you know a big target. Uh, but also like I think Jordan Bear like briefly brought up, but Zach Zach Levi has been in mm-hmm. the news in the last like what week, couple days uh, for coming out and saying something against uh, Pfizer. Pfizer or whatever. Um, and they're like, is he still going to beat Shazam? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the name <laughs> Pfizer just sounds like an evil general, doesn't it? Right. It right. Does. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, General but no, Pfizer, it, get them. It's <laughs> great. I, I I forget exactly what he said, but he's like, yeah. I mean, people say stuff that I don't agree with all the time, but like, move on and who cares? Yeah, it's right. still annoying. I'm sure I say stuff that it. people don't agree with all the time too. So like, yeah. Wow. Oh, holy cow! That's like a mature adult thing to say. And yeah. Chad, Chad and I like either totally agree or totally mm-hmm. don't disagree. We still hang out. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm honestly surprised that you guys haven't killed each other yet. Uh, but MJ says, so in which year we'll, we'll be getting our next Justice League movie? Probably, I don't know, several years, if at all. Because um, it wasn't, there was no sign of Justice League brought up during this announcement. So, yeah, um, I, I would, I would predict a world like, is this because they're doing like, you know, the Brave and the Bold title? Uh, I would predict the world's finest movie before, which with is just a team up of Batman, Superman before going to a Justice League. Yeah, uh, and I think uh, I want to say the Superman movie he set a a, a release date already, uh, but it's not until twenty twenty five. So yeah, it's like July, and, and that's that's the first which will like, move obviously entry right? <laughs> of of the the this chapter. So. Um, and we have 10 projects. So, I mean, that's like at least four, four or five years away from the next chapter being announced and worked on. I would, I would guess, but I, I'm not a professional. So don't let that go in one ear and out the other. Uh, Nick says right up there with the name Zod. Yeah. Uh, Pfizer Zod actually is 
villain and Supergirl woman of tomorrow. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll talk about Swamp Thing next, even though this is the thing I'm most excited about. We've Jordan and I have talked about our love for Swamp Thing uh, many, many times. I still haven't watched the series because I'm like, I know Jordan, you said just watch it because it's amazing, but like, I still can't like do that to myself. Just you should watch it. it. It's amazing. It's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exact quote so but yeah so we got a swamp thing uh movie coming and um just watch the first couple episodes and then decide no like, i'll love the problem is i'll love it and then i'll just be sad the whole time knowing that it never good. got to be like fully realized so good uh but yeah tell us about this swamp thing movie jordan i'm excited <laughs> uh, i don't know if i told you guys there's actually my cousin noah you know noah Noah sent me a picture or he tagged me in it on Facebook um, of me sitting on Santa's lap as a kid wearing like a Swamp Thing t-shirt. Like, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it was it was in reference to the, the early 90s cartoon they had, you know, that uh, that ripped off the Wild Things theme song. But oh, yeah, yeah. So bad. Uh, yeah. So they're talking about doing an actual like horror movie based around this. And that is phenomenal. And he did say it'd be far away from the DCU, uh, but it'd also be connected. So there's, you never know if like, the comics are so like vague and there's so many different things that are possible. You don't know what's a clue and what's not. Right. Right. Uh, and I'm like, <laughs> like, he's like, he's like, but it'll be connected. I'm like through the green. <laughs> yeah. The yeah green, dude. You know? So dude, like, I love the parliament of the green. Like, yeah. It's amazing. Right. Uh, so I was going to say this later, but I think one of the biggest uh, villains in the, in the DCU is going to be death. I think that's going to be the grand mystery. I think the black lanterns, Necron and all them, the, the zombie lanterns are going to be the big bad guy, the big fight uh, that they, they came up with the rot. Right. They even said in uh, there's a mystery in the, the lantern TV show. That's going to be, you know, beholden to the, the big, the big idea what's happening. Yeah. Uh, and that could be like the invasion of the red lanterns or something like that. It could be a lot of things, but um, you know, in Swamp Thing, you have the green, uh, and then you also have the gray, which is death. So, mm -hmm. it, 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 if it is like a separate universe, Swamp Thing could maybe feel the gray, like you know, the gray, like in some other, you know, other other Earth, other dimension, and get pulled in, do whatever. Um, but just to, to the idea of you, you could you could actually literally uh, use like Keanu Reeves Constantine's universe and throw this Swamp Thing in there, mm -hmm. and it'd be fine, right? Uh, along with the, the Swamp Thing mythos, you know, it's, it is terrifying in general. You know, it, it, it's, uh, you can have a character named Animal Man. Animal Man is, uh, he's, he's connected to the, the red, actually, which yep. is kind of like the, the, the red meat, you know, like the, the living like, or, you know, like people and animals and such. Uh, he can you know, mimic animals and do lots of things and transform into them, but he can get their powers and, and do the different things that they can do. And uh, he's a weird character. Uh, his, he's got a tragic like horror story along with what goes along with his family. There's a lot of things you could do around a Swamp Thing movie, uh, aside from just the, the core uh, you know, movie itself. I actually do hope, I really, really hope, like Swamp Thing is like a God level, you know, powerful character in the comic books right now. When he first came out, he was just kind of like a shambling around, you know, living mossy creature. I hope they do that at first and use like the, tragedy it's built around him in that aspect and uh you know do some really creepy things with that and you know, he finds his power a little bit later which by the yeah. way the tv show is creepy 
it actually has some i've jumped a few times <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, it's, it's good yeah so like to be clear uh this is like in the universe um but, but one thing away. he did say is uh that what, what he wants to point out that these stories although they're interconnected they're not all totally the same um so i think he's talking like aesthetically like stylistically uh, which is awesome because you know gonna give the the creative team like the writers and directors and stuff the the liberty to um execute their visions for these stories which is awesome um <clears throat> yeah so uh, i mean i just i love the the new 52 swamp thing run is so good i love it so much and everyone should read it if you're able to um yeah, just uh, it's just so cool. And then you have like the Justice League dark stuff that ties into it, the Constantine stuff. Um, so so many cool possibilities. Uh, one little note that's here at the end of the article, I'm on. I'll just talk about it now because I don't want to forget about it. But they've uh, Saffron and Gunn have kind of established some like ground rules along with the whole uh, like trying to use the same actor across like TV and film and voice acting and stuff. Um, they also said that no actor will play two parts. So this kind of shoots down the whole, uh, like <laughs> fan theory, like, uh, dream, uh, dreaming of Jason Momoa being Lobo, which I think, uh, would just be a great fit, like visually and like personality wise. Uh, but you know, if they're applying this rule, he's Aquaman, so he can't be Lobo, which is slightly sad, but, um, the He's last a good Aquaman, honestly, it's a, it's a he is. It's a, it's a. Did you see Aquaman, Chad? No, uh, yeah. no. It's it's a good movie just on its own. It's just a, yeah. It's yeah a I fun. wanted to check it out. I just never got around to it. Also, another great New Fifty Two series. The it Aquaman is, series yeah. is very very good. Um, the last but not least, we have the Brave and the Bold, which is going to be the Batman entry here. Of course, you got to have Batman. Um, but this is a very interesting story. Uh, this is going to be a uh, father-son story, uh, he described it as, which is um, we're going to be introducing, as you see over here on the graphic, Robin, and this is Damian Wayne, Bruce Wayne's biological child. Um, and he's kind of a giant, douchey, assassin murderer child. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as you can tell, as he's about to decapitate his father with a giant greatsword. Uh, but this is uh, based on Grant Morrison's run. And yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to see what happens with this movie. Jordan, please educate us on, on the Brave and the Bold. Oh, uh, this this whole run uh, also uh, leads into a, a point. I don't think they're going to do this, but uh, just going along with The Blackest Night. Um, eventually, Batman Batman's dead. And Dick Grayson becomes Batman in this run, mm -hmm. and uh, so they have to be like it be, instead of a father son, it becomes like a brotherhood type thing, right? Uh, between you know someone who's an adopted son who's more accepted as the biological son than the actual biological son. Yeah, it's just a total. Well, maybe if he wasn't so murdery, it'd be a little easier <laughs> to accept. Just saying. And I I can't remember <laughs> from from the artwork, but honestly, I think the artwork that they use there is actually Dick Grayson in Batman's suit. You can tell he's a little bit leaner. Right, mm. uh, his jaw looks a little different. I, I'm pretty sure that's actually. I, I could be. I could be very wrong. I'm pretty uh, sure you're the only 
person who would notice that. So I don't know <laughs> like, whether you should take that thigh. Thigh. <laughs> like a compliment or if you should be worried. I know. Yeah. <laughs> both. Both. Uh, very well might be Bruce Wayne. I just, you know, uh, some, you know how comic books are. The artwork and the cover and the novels can look very different. The insides and bloody, bloody blah. Um, but this, the whole idea of, uh, you know, of, of what this can be with, uh, you know, going backwards instead of like trying to introduce like Dick Grayson and have him grow up in a Nightwing, we can see Damien and the established Bat family can come in behind that, right? So mm-hmm. Dick Grayson can show up and try and give Batman some pointers on it. So we can we can see so many different points of interest with this, um, especially a, a new you know Raj Al Ghul in movies. It's uh, this is Liam Neeson's. Yeah, I, I actually, I, I'd always, I'd always said, and I didn't, I didn't think there's any, any idea to this, but when they put, when, when James Gunn decided to put Judo Master in Peacemaker, you're having like the short little guy like beating the hell out of these like guys like three times the size or women, uh, and I'm like, oh my god, it's, it's, it's reminding me of Damien a little bit, right? Yeah, like it's just a small little thing, just like just be full of so much rage and beat the hell out of yeah. something so much bigger. Just um, put a great sword in his hand, and you got Damien. Right. Right. Uh, it's it's a it's an interesting move. I I was thinking about it. I was like, man, I wouldn't do that. And then I'm like, which is great, you know. Like the, the best thing is like that James Gunn like does. Like I would never think about making Peacemaker into a TV show or using the character. He's amazing. I would never think about Guardians of the Galaxy, and they're amazing. Right. So yeah. I wouldn't even think about doing a 10 to 13 year old assassin. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and here, here it comes. Here it comes. Like why, why the hell not at this point? Do it. You know, especially the, the fact he, you know, you can tell why, why James Gunn loves this guy. He's a 10 to 13 year old assassin with a giant great sword. I, <laughs> yeah. it, it just, that's, that's his, that's his substance right there to, yeah. to write from. And you could probably assume that Batman was probably like in his, he'll probably be like five years older than Superman. That way, Batman's like a thirty-year-old father, maybe thirty-one, thirty-two. Superman's twenty-five. Um, you know, generally they're obviously very close in age, but it's a uh, the Bat Family. I'm sure. I'm actually excited they're doing the Bat Family in this because we don't have to expect it in the Matt Reeves universe. Also, the Matt Reeves yeah. universe is so good. You know, the Batman's super young. He's doing his thing, and I don't have to watch those movies and be like, oh, Robin, Robin. Are you going to talk yeah. about Robin? And Dick no, Grayson? we got Robin here. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. It's a beautiful thing. You can you can watch all these different things, and you don't need to. It's what happens with comics. They get too convoluted with too many different things, and it sinks itself. Yeah. Do multiple movies. I'm fine with it. I'm happy enough to sit to go to HBO Max and watch Batman on Teen Titans. Watch Batman in the you know animated universe. Watch him and Matt Reeves well, movies. Like, now we just we have like a definitive line. Like right. No, this will not be a part. Like it is definitively its own thing right and the dcu is definitively its own thing and it starts right here right. um which is what we've needed a show voice <laughs> yes it starts right here um <clears throat> yeah so that's that's the big uh news that was announced so uh let us know in the comments or on discord uh what you're most excited about from the dc announcements um two uh sad little bits and bobs here before we move into what we've been playing. Uh, and that is um, Doom Patrol and Titans. Uh, they're done. They're done. They're gone. They got canceled. Yeah. Um, Titans had a rough third season. It was bad. The fourth yeah. season is actually pretty good. I haven't finished it yet. 
Um, but it's the first season was phenomenal. Yeah, first season was really Second good. Second season was really good too. Honestly, yeah. um, I just recently I, started watching Doom Patrol though. Yeah, uh, the first season of Doom Patrol is really good. Second season just got I uh, like, and I'm like, I, I can handle the out there, out there stuff. Like, I'm if anyone's listened to anything that I've talked well, about like on the show, like, like yeah. I'm like, uh, I'm I'm a flex fan of the weird. Uh, but Doom Patrol season two got like too weird, like to where it yeah, was hard to follow and didn't yeah. didn't quite make sense. Um, <laughs> but the first season was great, and I thought some of the characters were great. I thought. Uh, I forget his name, but who Dick Grayson from Titans, I thought was, was good. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, Deathstroke I was done really well too. Until De- the yeah. End Deathstroke season. was really good too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, sad, sad to see those go, but I think uh, a writer or director from doom patrols is involved in one of these gun projects, which yeah, he, the last little piece of news or rumor floating out there is uh, Ben Affleck wants to direct a Batman movie. Yeah. In the gun, be good. So, um, I, real quick, the, the writer from uh Doom Patrol, um, to knock that down a peg, he also wrote the Watchmen TV show, which is one of the worst TV shows of all time. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know. And then there's been details coming out about uh the Batfleck movie, solo movie that that Affleck was uh, writing and planning on doing that got scrapped. That sounded really cool, but um. Real quick, I would wrap. I would wrap this up with one thing, one little thing of, of one of the best ways that they could probably introduce, you know, the new the new timeline while keeping some of the old. Uh, you know, I was talking to someone about this. It's you know, a lot of movies you go through different timelines, you come back, and you know, like you, you your wife is there, but you're not married, right? She has a like shorter hair or something weird. Something's different. A lot of the same people can still be there. Some of them can be different. Some of them can be in different positions. I think if the Flash is going to stay the Flash, he comes back, and the Justice League is there, or not Justice League, but just some characters. And uh, you know, New Fifty Two did it in a way where they had new suits. Batman still recognized Barry, but Barry didn't recognize what he was wearing. He didn't recognize what Bruce was wearing. He knew he was in the Batcave, he knew he was Bruce, but there were different aesthetics, differently, right? Like, it'd be so amazing to see like Jason Momoa's Aquaman with like short blonde hair, slicked back, you know. <laughs> Like, yeah, because yeah, you know we don't get in trouble for whitewashing stuff enough here. Let's, yeah. let's literally whitewash it's, Jason I, Momoa the person. I just would love. It's just one of the. You can keep a you can keep a darker roots, whatever. But like, do something that like says this is a new. This is some same people, different yeah. timeline. You know, yeah, it would be cool if if, if Barry comes back and like Ben Affleck cameos as like alfred who then just like has a heart attack or something chad i know you didn't read flashpoint one of the best things about those he comes back with a letter from thomas wayne thomas wayne while the timeline's getting erased thomas wayne writes bruce a letter and gives it to barry so that when barry gets back to timeline he can give it to bruce and like you see batman cry tears flowing yeah batman he's like he's like like, barry you really are the greatest messenger you know like yeah i've definitely heard of flat i I think there might have been like a skin in arkham knight or arkham city or something that was a flashpoint skin so um i might have read a little bit of it back in the day but not not a lot yeah so mj comes in they say uh so can we get those last two snyder justice league movies in animated or in comic book versions if not live action hey man you are talking to like two of the biggest Zack Snyder verse like <laughs> DC fans here between me and Jordan. Like, oh, that would be amazing. Like, I, I daydream often about 
the the two <laughs> Justice edition. League movies that we'll I, never get. If if they're gonna truly do Elseworlds movies, just give me Justice League Nightmare. Let's just do the the you know the apocalyptic future yeah. and uh, except get Mare out of there. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know I, I you know I, again I was always uh, let's restore the Snyderverse. I love it. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. You know, but I was never I was also uh, never a all or nothing guy. <clears throat> it, it was it was chaos it's yep. it's fine it's, it's probably uh, more man. comic accurate than anything because it is chaos <laughs> yeah i mean honestly like we've nick's nick has thrown this out multiple times and i 100 agree with him like just make them as hbo max originals they don't have yeah. to go to theater just make it slap it on hbo max what could go like what's the harm in that like right a ton of people streamed the snyder cut why wouldn't those views then go to justice league part two like they would spoiler alert they would (laughs) henry cavill's probably so pissed he'd play the part so just right and evil sees like (laughs) just an angry superman he would literally rip ben's heart out (laughs) i mean i'm sure it wasn't ben's fault but you know hey uh but yeah so there you go uh that's all the dc news uh and it perfectly uh, accounted for the amount of time that I forgot to tell you guys I wanted to spend on this um, <laughs> yeah. before we started. So that worked out perfectly. Uh, the last you know hour or hour and a half or so of the show here, uh, we're just going to go through what we've been playing lately, um, which is something we like to do from time to time. And at first, uh, today when I was, you know, jot, I j- every week I jot down some notes you know, to guide me through the show. And I was like, this is going to be, uh, you know, pretty pretty Mike light topic here on the episode because I've I feel like I haven't really been playing anything and then I started jotting yeah. down I'm like oh crap I got like I got like eight things on here. oh my gosh you got way more than I do bro <laughs> yeah so um I don't know we'll we'll let our Pokemon guests... Pokemon Pokemon seven of them are Pokemon uh, you'll see. You'll Six see. of those seven Pokemon, are fan Pokemon made. Silver, Pokemon yeah. Red, Pokemon, yeah. Pokemon Tutti yeah. Fruity. Yeah. Uh, you guys just wait. <laughs> you guys just wait. Uh, Jordan, have you been playing anything lately? Uh, yeah, I've been diving pretty hard on the Switch lately. Nice. What are you playing on there? Kind of, kind of relaxing. Uh, doing uh, uh, Luigi's Haunted Mansion too. It's been been a fun. I want to play that. Heard, uh, heard it's a good yeah. one. Luigi, hey, I'm excited about him. Uh, I smite. I'm still. Play, I, I actually recently came back to smite. I always mention smite on these things, but do. ironically, when I took a big break and I'm, <laughs> they did a, a they do they do like a Magic the Gathering season, but they just changed the the main map up a whole lot. They swapped around a lot of items, and they, you know, for a little while there, I was kind of like forcing myself to play because I played it for the past like 11 years. Mm-hmm. I don't want to stop, you know, but I stopped for a while, and you know, I, I, I think wanna... it's because our kids, our kid will be here in a. In, two months so it's uh it's i'm just trying like i gotta i gotta just just get it out gotta play yeah Yeah. (laughs) doing that uh i I started uh i'm doing a lot more over uh, doing uh casual overwatch too nice you know it's uh it's it's i wasn't a huge fan of it at first but i'm liking it more and more uh but north guard is still on the list age of empires is still on the list and uh marvel snap Marvel Snap is they just added a friendly uh, gameplay or friendly battles in it. So you okay. can actually create a room and it gives you like a five digit code. You give it to your friend and they can join. You can play your decks against each other. And uh, it's 
it's it's really it's it's different than the normal battles like have you guys played marvel snap yet no but i've watched no. joe play it okay so you know you play it and the match is over and you won you won it's fine uh the way the friendly battles work is you have a health bar and oh, if you win or lose depending how much you win or lose by it decreases your health so you go into the next battle so i had one battle wow. today with a guy i work with and we had like six battles in <laughs> But you can actually wager more health to do more damage or take more damage. To oh, that's and cool. and yeah. the, the battles are pretty quick, right? They are, except when you play six of them. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I was, I was obviously losing, and I'm like, wager. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just end it now. Yeah. Um, it's a good game. Yeah, man. Uh, that's cool that you're getting into the Switch. I've one thing I've uh, learned. Especially recently, oh, like in the last, the switch. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I mean, yes, but uh, not what I, not where I was going, surprisingly. Um, but um, especially in the last month or so, like I haven't, I've barely had time to get on the computer to stream at night. Like if if you follow our Twitch channel, uh, you'll have noticed that I maybe this year in 2023 I've streamed like three times. <laughs> <laughs> um, but portability is so important to me and yeah. this phase of my life i'm in right now uh so being able to grab the switch and play for like five or ten minutes and then put it to sleep without like saving my game or shutting yeah. my game down and yeah. then like i got a spare five minutes like turn it back on i'm right back in right. where i was in the game and it's just like pick up and play the ease of accessibility and like i could do it anywhere i don't have to come down to the basement sit in front of my computer um and it's it's making me really 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 want a steam deck so bad yeah yeah <laughs> it's so bad yeah it um, was a it was a switch killer for me for sure and it honestly it was starting to become like my go-to gaming device there for a couple months after i bought it but then i was like you know i i i enjoy playing games on a tv it's just mm-hmm. like I, I don't know i grew up playing games on a tv so uh i kind of put a put a stop to it i haven't touched my steam deck in a while but does it come with a dock, or do you have to buy the dock separately? You have to buy the dock separate. Yeah, because yeah. there, there's a, a gamer in our Discord who um, has the dock and figured out how, because apparently, like, when you just initially dock it, like, the games come standard in, like, 720 or something. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah. really bad. It's real, uh, yeah, it's real finicky because the guy at work tries to dock it, like, at the TV at the station, and it doesn't really ever seem to work anytime he tries to do it. He, he spends like hours trying to get it set up. He's like, oh, we're going to play, you know, whatever, Need for Speed. I'm like, okay. And yeah. it's like three That's hours like, later, he's still tinkering with it. I'm going, like, bed, right, dude. I'm going to bed, bro. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. For a LAN party, but you got to reinstall yeah. Windows. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but he he went through and like figure, figured it out how to get like everything looking great on there and running smoothly. And he like, <laughs> thanks to him, I mean, it's useless to me, but to anyone who has a Steam Deck, join our Discord. And he took like pictures of like how to go through the settings, what to set up. Um, but yeah, I was when he posted that, I was like, I wonder if that like comes with the dock or if that's like a separate thing. So. Yeah, it's separate. I I don't know if the more expensive one comes with it. I think it comes with something, but I I can't remember if it was a dock or not. But you're not going to probably buy that eight hundred ninety nine dollar one or however much it is if you eventually buy one. So, yeah, that's uh, that that's not going to happen. And uh, who knows? Maybe maybe dead. I just got to find the time. Uh, we we did start co-streaming Resident Evil Six. We did one stream <laughs> and then yeah, it disappeared. Wow. Really got off. Really <laughs> yeah. got off the ground, huh? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a good time. It was a good time actually. But uh, 
Yeah. So, uh, Chad, you want to rattle off one or yeah. all, or I don't know how you want to. Yeah, I only have it. two. So, okay, um, okay, okay. the first one I want to talk about is Days Gone, which okay. is a game that I tried to play like seven or eight times and just could not get into it. But with the timing of the Last of Us series coming out and me not wanting to buy the Last of Us, the, the new remake, I was like, I'm going to go back and try to play Days Gone and I eventually beat it and i ended up absolutely loving it dude it was like really really fun what for whatever like eighth time is the charm i guess uh i just got really sucked into it um it's got a really cool like eighth horde time. mechanic to it where some of the hordes in it have like 500 zombies and they're very like world war z zombies where they're like climbing up walls and shit they're horrifying um but yeah, it's just a cool world to exist in. It's beautiful on the PS5. Now I'm playing it way, way after it, it released. It released in 2019. So I don't know how broken it was because it kind of got butchered in reviews when it first came out. Yeah. But it's like set now. Like a, it's a great game, like through and through. I think there's definitely some stuff lacking. I think the story is a little meh. Maybe that's why it was getting dinged. But it's really about the world and, the, you know, just existing in this world is really, really cool. Yeah, I remember uh, Siv has said that. Yeah, I think he like wants to play it, but like you, every time he tries, he's just like I just can't play this. Like, yeah, it, it, yeah, sticking. Yeah, so, I don't. Yeah, Siv, was... eighth time is the charm, bro. Yeah, yeah, we he's talked about it on my it stream today. Yeah, <laughs> turn it on and off like four more times. You're probably right, and you're good. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what clicked. It's like really it. odd. It, it because I was like, and I picked back up like probably 60 or 70% through the, the campaign and it just stuck this time for whatever reason. So <laughs> no yeah, idea. Only you just got to play like the vast majority of the game Civ, and then finally, right. Yeah. And then yeah. finally it'll get this claws in <laughs> you for sure. Yeah, speaking <laughs> of remastered games, dead space almost got me. Ooh. Oh dude. Almost got me. Almost got well, me. Nick. If you're it's... still listening, you must play. You must yeah, dude, I have to too. I never played Dead Space. Chad and, and never played Dead Space. Oh, you never? Yeah. Oh, wow. No, yeah, it's, never it's played like it. the. It's one of the few like you know story driven games I've played that are single player all the way through. It's like yeah, so good. I, I, I'm mad at myself because the Days Gone thing lasted a couple weeks, and then I ended up buying The Last of Us Part One, the remake, and uh, it was like literally the day that Dead Space came out. I'm like, oh, really? fuck, <laughs> like I should have bought that, bro. Like, what am I doing? Yeah. But I yeah, ended up. I mean, it was worth it in the long run, but when you said you played Days Gone because you don't want to buy the last of it, I was going to ask how that went. Yeah, <laughs> how did that work out very, for you? Yeah, yeah, it lasted like <laughs> two or three weeks until I was done with Days Gone, and I'm like, now what do I do? So, how many times <laughs> have you purchased The Last of Us? Is this rivaling uh, Ghost of Tsushima purchases, or does it beat it? No, I bought I bought Ghost of Tsushima twice, <laughs> um, but The Last of Us will be this will be the third time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, third time because I got the. Was that me where he's like, "Ha ha, yeah. got him." Yep. <laughs> got the original. I got the remaster for the PS4, um, and the now the new Part One remake. And I got to be honest with you, I would pay for it again. It's freaking <laughs> phenomenal. It's absolutely, it's absolutely phenomenal. I, I have that no is the exact person that like the execs are sitting around like the the, the conference <laughs> cool. room. Yeah, like... dude, I gotta be honest with you. I I was on the same line of thinking of remaking a game from 2013. I thought it was freaking absurd. And mm. uh, dude, they they killed it. Like I I don't know how else to, to say it. The game's freaking amazing. I mean, it's yeah. it's stunningly beautiful. It's probably one of the best graphical games I've ever played on the PlayStation Five, and uh, 
yeah, everything about it's great. And it's one of the best stories ever told in gaming, if not the best. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, is it, and that's the other game you're playing? That is the other game, yes. And Which uh, you, you are streaming also over on our correct, YouTube channel. correct. Showboys so, gaming. if you want to see what it looks like, I don't know if it's coming across on the stream per se, but uh, check it out. And it seems to be fairly popular that stream for whatever reason. I mean, I know what the reason is because the series is out right now and everybody's oh, probably really looking for sure it. Why? <laughs> not, not sure why. Jordan, did you ever play The Last of Us? The first one. The yeah, first I, one. I actually like the. I played the multiplayer. Like, dude, the multiplayer is so underrated. Dude, yeah, I way underrated. Way too much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I think it was. One of the most it's one of the most suspenseful multiplayer games I've ever played. Honestly, yeah. like it's I like I there's times where like I felt like helpless. You yeah, know? And, like you would just you know spray fire and you might like catch somebody and get him and you're like you know on the mic you're like I got him to run. We feel like about... a civilian with guns. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about it on the show before. Uh, like I really feel like that game's multiplayer was ahead of its time. Yeah. Oh, because, for sure. Yeah. Uh, now, Jordan, as someone who's watched competitive gaming and gotten into some esports viewing, at least, I think, is that correct? Yeah. Like you've watched yeah. Overwatch I, and stuff. Overwatch, my, yeah. yeah. Uh, tell me, The Last of Us multiplayer would not be the perfect <laughs> esport game. Like the <laughs> matches are like slow paced enough It'd to be, be so, able to like be so quiet. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it, it's <laughs> one of the things that I struggle with. Like, I'm a huge League of Legends esports fan. I watch it religiously. I've, spoiler alert, had it on in the side here uh, during the episode tonight because uh, it the, the matches were on. They kind of bled over uh, into when we started uh, when we went live. Um, but I, I struggle to get into like the first person shooters and the overwatches because um, while League of Legends, when when the team fights happen or like in Smite or Dota, when you get a team fight in a MOBA, like it's chaos. Five, ten players yeah, bump, five bump, bump, throwing bump, multiple abilities. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, uh, you know, there's always the one asshole that jumps and like crashes into the ground and the yeah. ripple effect exactly. comes out. Yep. Like, <laughs> um, while that is chaos, like those it's not constant it's like spaced out chaos and there's enough time in between uh like the minutia of mobas to for the commentators to explain and analyze and talk about what's happening so it's very fun and and easy viewing uh mobas competitively uh but then you get into the shooters like call duties or the halos or the overwatches or it's just chaos all the time because it's a shooter and that's what happens so right uh i find those games hard to follow but the last of us the multiplayer was slow like, paced slow enough to where I feel like you could have that commentary happening during the matches. Um, and when the action happens, it's chaotic enough to be very exciting to watch competitively. I, I don't know. I just, I loved that. And I thought, I remember thinking, man, this would be so such a cool competitive multiplayer game, but um, yeah, know, was, I, uh, I just, like, if you're like, let's, you know, you're the last one alive, and you're just quiet, and the arena's quiet. Like someone like coughs, and they're like, "Shut the!" F-. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, just, yeah. it's just echoing. You know. Yeah, like, I just I love how they carry over the crafting mechanic from yeah. the single player game yeah, into the multiplayer, that, yeah. and you're just like sitting there, like pouring nails into a jar, yeah. trying to make yeah. like those little bombs, and you're just, yeah. Like, freaking out um yeah they're they're actually working on a, a standalone multiplayer game for uh, two 
that's beautiful called fashions yeah. that's coming out so yeah um uh, that's that's a exciting. game that's a game you know like where you could do like a uh how's the game called it's it's like a you're in like the apocalyptic washington and you do missions together it's like third person tom clancy what is it the division the division yeah so you could literally make a division type game like in the last of us universe oh yeah you know it's gonna be very very easy to do just no one effing does it it's it's incredible (laughs) yeah yeah Um, just, you, know, you don't have to touch on anything else and like the, the the story like the overarching story like whether you like the story of the second one or not you can just right everyone can agree that that the idea of the world is cool right so oh just, yeah for sure just give us the world let's just walk around the world i mean i kind of talked about this last week a little bit but the the very first article i ever wrote for gaming for the website that i write for was in defense of the last of us part two i i love the last of us part two and i'm sorry but most of the people that complain about the last of us part two are people that have not played the game they they read the leaks and they were like oh that sounds fucking stupid and i'm not yeah, you have it. to at least watch the youtube shorts and just watch yeah. the, the last I mean, of it's us a, two movie <laughs> it's a it's a 30 hour story dude so if you get five minutes of snippets yeah it's gonna sound awful but the way that it pans out in the story, dude, it's it's I, I think it's a masterpiece. I think it's a great game. Um, but yeah, a multiplayer game like I'm not a multiplayer guy, but I'd be all over like a division style thing in that world, specifically in two, because there are some horrifying factions in two that would be great for a horror game like that. Like, there's one that. Yeah. there's one where they they only communicate with whistling, whistling yeah. and it's just horrifying, dude. Like you <laughs> yeah. hear them like whistling behind <laughs> you and stuff and, and you don't know what they're saying, obviously. Yeah. So. It's um, funny, like walking to the, the you know, create the whispers, like those sons of yeah, this. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did uh, did okay? So did you watch the Last of Us series, Jordan? The, I'm on like the. the I'm honestly, I lost the, the second episode's kind of lost me already. Uh, really, I, I'm gonna wow. push through and get to the third one. I love the first. I, I again, the 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 first. The, the first discussion of the first episode is one of my favorite scenes in TV for a long time. It just yeah. like sets everything up perfectly. Yeah. yeah. There's a tension. It goes from like a funny talk show to getting super serious to like, Oh wait, this could actually happen. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I guess we'll go to a commercial. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and again, that's right. Yeah. And the fact, again, I, I said this, I, our group text, I'm like, it's Jonathan from the mummy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. love that guy. It's so good. Yeah. I've, they, they're actually doing a, similar to game of thrones you're doing a like a companion podcast on hbo with neil oh, Druckmann, yeah. troy baker who voiced joel and then the chernobyl dude whatever his name is um and they said that that would that original scene wasn't part of the plan they were going to play like the the planet earth uh section about cordyceps they have like a oh, section really? where it, where it shows what what it does to ants and they were just going to play that like a version yeah. of that um and they pivoted like last minute to that talk show and i think it's one of the best scenes in, in yeah, the series yeah. so far yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I'm, I'm, I mean i'm glad to hear that because like i don't like me and i guess you know it's i got not glad because i kind of got lo- i kind of lost me a little bit but i just like i've i've rewatched that one scene just like a few times like i've actually yeah. put it on the background like just yeah the, the discussion is <laughs> just phenomenal the one scientist thinks oh it's just kind of funny but the other one's like no this is actually this could freaking happen and this is why yeah. and yeah. then and then it does it's uh, funny no I, Go ahead, Mike. I was just gonna say, uh, I I'm very glad that that that's the scene they went with. But I think even the animal plan thing would have been great too. Because yeah, that it's horrifying. That's if you've literally it. the inspiration yeah. of the story, right? Story, they, right. They yeah. were watching Animal Planet, and like yep. that story came on, and they're like, "Wouldn't that be crazy if that happened in humans?" And they're like, yeah. "Greatest game of all time." 
<laughs> and the and I, I think I sent it to Mike and, and Nick maybe after the last episode. There's like a research paper about what they talk about in the beginning there, climate change and fung <laughs> yeah, fungal <you> pathogens. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, it's like what well, that like could happen. Uh, so <laughs> but yeah, yeah if you see if anyone have like, those weird uh like little yeah. tendrils come yeah. out of their mouth, maybe just Yeah, if you ever got like way. five minutes, there there's there's actually two of them. There's the planet Earth one, it's like five minutes long. And then there's another National Geographic one about cordyceps and ants and insects specifically. You should watch it. It's it's pretty horrifying to be honest what it does to them yeah there's like one one ant like say blowing their heads off with like 12 yeah. shotguns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <this show's> amazing <laughs> so what what lost you in the second episode exactly uh i just turned it on and uh i just they're, when they're when they're in the midst of just you know, talking about the fireflies and dealing with just the, just, I don't know, the setting with, 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 I don't know. It just feels, I just didn't really, I don't know. didn't really pull, didn't yeah. really keep me. I, I'm sure I could get through it. I've heard nothing but wonderful things about the third episode. So I was going to, no, you're going to love it, dude. Yeah. I know, I know you uh, and you're going to absolutely love episode three. Yeah. It's, um, I get it. It's, it's, there's something, I don't know if it's the, the way it's just, film the lighting or what but i just don't feel like i feel like they're just like a a bunch of homeless people hanging out in a factory <laughs> and talking about yeah, just like yeah. <laughs> like, like just just a, like a grudge with another group of homeless guys or something. right i don't know <laughs> that's I, essentially I, I, I know i know i know yeah. <laughs> like, i don't know i, I don't even mean that as like a bat like, like trying to diss it i just there's just something that i just i can't i don't think i don't feel like it's a huge threat i don't know i don't know what it is but i'll get through it <laughs> I'll get through it. Even if yeah, I just got to turn on three and keep going from there, I will. Uh, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't really sold on, on Pedro or, or Ellie for that matter, whatever her name is. Um, but I am now, I think they're yeah. doing a freaking phenomenal job mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm super impressed, especially after replaying the first game again, like the details that they got right down to the duct tape on Joel's backpack Joel's, yeah. and the keychain on Ellie's back. Like there's so much mm -hmm. video game accurate stuff in it. It's, it's nice to to see a, a video game adaptation take that route because yeah. it's never the route they take. So, you know? uh, it's crazy. It's almost like having the guy who wrote the game like be a part of this. Right. Um, yeah, it really like helps. I, Which, I was... by the way, uh, Craig Mason is the Chernobyl guy. And uh, what is <laughs> what is the other guy's name? Not Neil, the other guy who worked Troy on the Baker? game. Co-wrote co the game. Oh, I don't know. He uh, Yeah, they totally dissed out on him. Nobody even pissed. knows his name. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, he's not getting name. credited, right. which is hilarious because I can't remember his name. So yeah, I can't either. But he did co-write the game, so that yeah. dude does deserve props. He did not co-write the show, though, so you can't get credited on a show you did write, even though it's about material that you created. Yeah, um, I will sorry. say that uh, I he's went back and watched right now. Yeah, he's like, I'll show <laughs> the sons of me. <laughs> I did go back and watch the first episode of Chernobyl. Primarily for our March Madness thing, because I just wanted to refresh myself right, on it. Right, right. Dude, fucking great show, man! If you have not watched Chernobyl, it is phenomenal. Even yeah, the first, even just watch the first through. episode. Yeah, yeah, the so first. Yeah, the, it, it's just, it's just like it's horrifying. Yeah, bro. I'm like I'm like I gotta <laughs> shower. I gotta get this. Yeah, off yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. You just start like. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, no. Dry skin. Yeah. Oh, my our bread. Um, yeah. Uh, it's good, good stuff. Which, by the way, uh, shout out March Madness. Um, we got that coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, 
starts on March 2nd. We have round one. We're taking 64 streaming service original series. We're going to pit them up against each other and determine the champion, the ultimate, the best streaming service original series. Uh, join our Discord. We have a bracket you can print out, fill out, uh, and submit before March 1st to enter our perfect bracket challenge. If you get a perfect bracket, we'll give you something. We don't know what yet, but it will be something. Um, we also have a live poll out right now where you can go and vote on every matchup in the first round. Uh, that link is in our Discord. It's on the homepage of our website, showboysmedia.com. And uh, I'll make sure that I throw it in the episode description here on YouTube. So uh, you can go back after the fact. Also on YouTube, keep an eye out on our community page because we'll be posting uh, polls and, and other things uh, over there. Uh, with that being said, you guys want to hear about all the Pokemon games I've been playing? Yeah, I'd love to, man. Because it's literally all that's on my list. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so quick, first, I, 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 I'm sorry. One more thing. I still say with the Last of Us TV show, the first episode should have been called The First of Us. <laughs> yeah, and I think the sequel to the game should be called The Rest of Us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. The actual that last episode, they can call it The Last of Us. It's just, yeah. <laughs> so perfect. Yeah. It's poetic. Wow. You're fired. You're not coming on there. I'm just trying <laughs> to delay the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so to no surprise, been playing a lot of Pokemon games. I think, uh, unironically, and probably not surprising to anyone, that 2023 is going to be the year of Pokemon for me, which is probably surprising because I played a lot of Pokemon last year. But um, I was just funny. I've just, I don't know. I've I've found. I mean, I've always been a fan of the ROM hacks and the fan games, but. I've there are a lot of really good ones that are are completed now and that I really want to explore um and I'm excited to get into it and uh the first one off the top of the list Pokemon Conquest I did beat it I finished it uh story was cool uh, I wrote a little blurb in, in the Discord about it uh it was really fun uh but to accomplish everything like I when it comes to Pokemon, I'm a I'm a catcher and collector and not much of a competitive battler kind of guy. Uh, so the catching mechanic in Conquest is a tad grindy. Uh, so I, you know, if I wanted to go in and, and fill out my Pokédex in that game, it would take hundreds of hours. I mean, it will take that long in a Pokemon game anyways, but in a traditional Pokemon game, it's a lot more fun to grind to catch than in Conquest. With that being said, I think the blend of turn-based tactics... Uh, yeah, plus cool, yeah. Pokemon is really, really cool. I love how they handle that. I think it's really unique. I think the story is really cool. Set, uh, you know, you're like a samurai warrior battling it out for control of kingdoms. The the main plot of the story, there's a rumor in the region that if if a warlord controls all, I forget how many kingdoms, seventeen or eighteen kingdoms, uh, that the the legendary Pokemon that created the region will. Uh, reveal itself to the, that warlord. Uh, so, of course, a bad guy is like, I'm going to get all the kingdoms and use it to destroy the region. You know, typical Pokemon story. Um, yeah. I'm thinking Game of Thrones, but Pokemon. Yeah, right. exactly. yeah, yeah there you go. Exactly. <laughs> there you game of um, but uh, 
yeah the the story was really cool uh i beat the main story and afterwards it unlocks an, a, a, an entire post game of like telling unique stories based on some of the warrior characters in the game which i think is really cool i haven't gone back and revisited any of it but there seems to be plenty of post game content to dig into i do like the catching mechanic while it is grindy i think it's an interesting way to incorporate it i like how uh your Pokemon do evolve as they grow and as they evolve, they learn new combat abilities, which I think is a really cool way. And the, the way the combat abilities work is interesting. Uh, so I, I definitely recommend it. I give it a solid seven out of 10. It's not like the greatest game I've ever played, but it was, it was worth a play. And I, I think it should be played. Are they actually are they like, I know that obviously they use the Pokemon to battle. Are they warriors too though? Or do they just like walk around in samurai outfits? Like they're, just no, like so the tradition. trainers, the the Pokemon yeah. trainers are the samurai warriors. Right. Are they actually then, like samurai warriors? Like they, yeah. they spend time learning how to actually, you know, like do swordsmen and I don't know about that, but they are dressed in samurai like garb and armor and gotcha. stuff. Gotcha. And interestingly enough, as like the Pokemon evolve, your warrior, your character can evolve too and become like your your armor changes and becomes more like grandiose, which is kind of oh, cool. That's cool. Um, maybe it's so cool to see like a like a Pikachu lose the battle and pull out a samurai and flip it on himself and just yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Com- commit Sudoku on himself. Um, I know. Did you call it Sudoku? Yes. yes, I know it's not the word. Uh, Definitely he just not the word. Whips that's out his puzzle. math puzzle. That's funny. The the next game I played, uh, I emulated Conquest. It's a it's a 3ds game. Um, I've been playing Pokemon Shining Pearl, which is a Switch remake of a I think it's Gen Four game. Uh, it was a fun fun play. I've never played this generation, so it was cool to get into it. And on top of that, cool to get into it on a good looking Switch remake. Uh, the graphic style is interesting and unique when it comes to Pokemon. It's that chibi like art style. Yeah. Uh, the only downfall is whenever you'd get by an edge of like uh, a cliff or a tree or a wall, anything that has a boundary on it, you would kind of like get stuck to it, and like <laughs> it would dramatically slow your walk, <laughs> which was really really annoying. But besides that, it was cool. Um, it's uh it's it's in the Sinnoh region, which is the region that Legends Arceus takes place in. So Legends Arceus is kind of like a super prequel to Shining Pearl uh, and Brilliant Diamond. Uh, so it's cool to be back in there. And one thing I noticed is Arceus used a lot of the same music from Diamond and oh, Pearl. That's cool. Yeah. So I like even even when you uh, have you played Arceus, Chad? No. Oh, okay. Sure. Uh, no. Right. You've never you've not played. So like when you Red start Arceus and like press start <laughs> or whatever, it makes this like flute sound and it's the same exact sound that it makes in Diamond and Pearl when oh, you cool. push start. So it was really cool to like see all that stuff it made me happy. Um I had to take it back to the library before I beat it. So I'll I'll be borrowing <laughs> it again. Uh but I I did borrow Let's Go Eevee, which is another Switch Pokemon game. Uh, this one is unique in the fact that it combines the mechanics from Pokemon Go, the mobile game, if you are familiar with that, with a traditional Pokemon game. So 
I did play Pokemon Go for a little bit, yeah. Pokemon Go is really the fun. The rest of the world, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that catching mechanic of uh, the Pokemon just appearing in the center of the screen and you kind of like throw the ball as the, the circle shrinks and you try to get it in the center of the circle for like a great, excellent throw. Uh, that is now how you catch Pokemon on the Switch. Um, and I've, I'm playing it in handheld mode. Um, so all I do, you, you use the, the camera to move up and down to align your throw and then you just push a to throw your ball but if you're playing docked you actually like take the the joy con and like do a throwing motion or whatever with it yeah i'm not here for that but uh again really cool beautiful graphic style and it's cool to be back in a remake of the gen one region on the switch uh the catching mechanic uh, and some of the like Pokemon stat stuff and items are the same from Pokemon Go, but unlike Pokemon Go, there are still like uh, the way you do the trainer battles and stuff is like your traditional Pokemon game, which is fun. Right. Uh, you still have the gym challenge. It's largely the same story as Gen 1. It's just with the Pokemon Go uh, mechanics and whatnot. Um, I beat a fan made called Pokemon Infinity, which was really cool. Uh, very very interesting story dealing with like time travel and uh, multiple realities, which is which was really cool. It's it kind of started as like almost a traditional Pokemon story, but uh, near the end and then at the end of the game, the story just like blew the roof off of what I expected and ended up <laughs> becoming like super cool. Um, had a lot of cool uh, fake Pokemon that the creator. Uh, came up with um, he added some new evolutions to existing Pokemon all of his designs were really really cool um, and that that's like the main draw when you play a fan-made game seeing what the creator adds right. to it um, I attempted to play another ROM hack which is called Pokemon Let's Go Lugia which takes you back to generation 2 that's gold and silver um, <clears throat> I was, I was loving it because that's my favorite generation of Pokemon games. Uh, the, the areas I were in were, were very beautiful. They added some cool Pokemon, overworld Pokemon, all that fun stuff. But I encountered a game breaking bug that I just, I can't, I can't push through. Yeah. There's a, a certain it turns off. <laughs> yeah, it it freezes up. It it hard locks the game. So to, what 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 exactly is a ROM hack? Okay, so you know how? Oh, good. I don't know either. You okay. know how <laughs> when you emulate games, you download ROMs, right? Right. So yeah, a ROM, ROM hack yeah. is exactly what it sounds like. Somebody takes an existing ROM. Most of them use Pokemon Fire Red or Pokemon Emerald. That's like the most popular ROM to hack. And the creators just use that as a base, go in and add whatever they want, change whatever they want. But it's that's different from a fan made because a fan made game, those those creators go in and create the entire game from the ground up, usually in like gotcha. RPG Maker or some other like <clears throat> ROM hacks game is basically dev the company. modded version of the original game. Exactly. Okay. Um yeah, so the, there is the difference, the, the ROM hack, and then you got the fan made. Um, but this one, when a, a, a particular set of moves is used, the game freezes, and the oh. move set that causes the freeze is, like, so, common enough to where, like, yeah. it could potentially happen in, like, half of the battles. Oh, so man. I'm just like, 
I can't. I, I tried yeah. to like grind through it, but I was like, I, I can't. I just can't keep doing this because yeah. it's, it's too much. <laughs> um, so I had to shelve that, and I don't know if there if there's a fix planned for it, which is sad. But uh, the last ROM hack that I I started. And I'm not sure. I'm also not sure if, if I'm going to stick with this, but uh, the premise is interesting. It's called Pokemon Variant Emerald, and essentially, one of the cool things that they've done in in recent main series Pokemon games is reuse existing Pokemon, but put a twist on it to make it unique to the region that the new game is in. So they're called regional forms, and basically. Um, Let's take Bulbasaur. That's a pretty popular Pokemon you guys probably have heard of. Yeah. It's a grass poison type originally. So if, if someone were to make a regional form of Bulbasaur, let's say it's in like a <clears throat> Central America region, you know, for no no reason talking about a Central American fan-made Pokemon game region. <laughs> I mean, it, I don't know if it exists or anything, but... Uh, Let's say this Bulbasaur lives in in the the plains of Central America. So they would change the type maybe to like grass and rock or rock and ground. And then visually it would look different to align itself with that type. So it's like uh, adapting to its environment essentially. So um, this, I love regional forms. A lot of Pokemon fans kind of get on the, the, the devs like that saying it's lazy because you're like it is yeah we're just gonna reuse a pokemon but like but thematically i think it makes sense at least yeah it makes sense logically and like they completely change the visuals and in changing the typings you change like the whole balance of the pokemon and its move kit and stuff um so while there's a little validity of it being a little lazy i still think it's it's fun and interesting because it's a creative take on existing original 150 you had like sand shrew yeah, you know, he wasn't have found like in the two two Pokemon <laughs> who yeah, are literally right. Pokeballs, by the way. Yeah, Ele- yeah right. Voltorb yeah. and Electrode. You can't get right, any yeah. lazier than that. It's That's right. That's true. <laughs> but I mean, like, like what I'm saying is like the like the the nature aspect was there on like the original island. Yeah, right? yeah. where they were at, you had the the rocks. The like Onyx and Geodude were like in the you know the yeah. rocky areas. It's yeah. well, and like like okay, so bears. There's like grizzly bears. There's brown bears. There's polar bears. Like they're all. In the bear family, but they're all they're all adapting, adapting to their environment, yeah. so they're a little bit different. Yeah. It's like the same thing with these regional forms of these Pokemon, which I think. Yeah, my my cool. problem is like, like the trash can one and the ice cream cone one. You oh, know, yeah, what I mean? we like, talked we talked about the. Yeah. Did we talk about this? I think the, not. the ice yeah. cream Pokemon yeah. literally makes me want to punch a hole in the yeah. wall every yeah, time. But there's, I mean, there's a reason for brain. it, and once you know that reason, I think it makes more sense. Like that's a that's but, like a, a some sort of demon in japanese culture that that like occupies yeah that occupies like standard items like that yeah you can look it up my gosh yeah i think actually i think writer when we (laughs) had jake yeah when we had jake on we talked about it a little bit maybe but i was like i'm gonna have to tell jordan that because he probably doesn't know that there's a japanese demon yeah it's like a it it might not be a demon it might be a spirit that like inhabits it yeah that um, inhabits ice cream. I mean, see, I need to. I mean, I, myself doing toast, I need. Yeah, I need I mean, to get on with with Jaku because I yeah, hate vanilla. Like, like if some like yeah. lactose intolerant <laughs> guy. Yeah, had an ice cream cone. He's on the <laughs> toilet. He's like, "There's obviously a demon." Yeah, <laughs> in like, that ice cream. Is there cone. like uh, car keys ones that looks like? Yeah, it's called Clefki. Yeah, yeah. 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 
Yeah, so that that's all that's all like uh It's called uh, Where Am I? I have to figure yeah. out the name of it. There's a there is literally a a garbage Pokemon called Garbodor yeah. and then it yeah. evolves into yeah. Trubbish and yeah. th- between Garbodor and Vanillite, I literally like want to just disown Pokemon. But Yeah, I mean, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm cool there's so with many all... other cool things. The the the, the ice cream cone might be pushing it a little bit. <laughs> Um, but the but the trash can and the keys and stuff it at least makes sense from where they're probably coming from when they're designing yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, the trash can like if it was is it like an entity hiding in the trash can like a shell, or like is it like it, like a like a like a raccoon who like is like you know like, what I like this trash yeah. can I'm gonna take it yeah. with me. Yeah. Right. That'd be kind of right, cool. Jeff. But if it's a literal trash can that talks, you know, like I can't but, get yeah, pull up right. an image of Garb- Garbador. Um, but yeah, uh, so. Regional forms, right? Uh, I, something I, I find very interesting and I particularly am a huge fan of. Uh, but this variant emerald hack, it takes the the emerald base game and creates regional forms for uh, every single Pokemon in the Pokedex in that game. So um, it puts like Garbodor and like Skid Row in LA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it, like a, but... it's like a used syringe Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a recyclador. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's in in a He's just called AIDS. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> here's uh here's Garbador. Sweet god. Look at that right arm. Oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. I mean, is, is it like a piece of like rebar? Tails. Yeah, it's like a piece of rebar in his in his arm. Uh, the one like... arm does look like that. The other one kind of looks like Sig's. The other one does look like six. Yeah, that looks like you know, you got some like cotton candy and some, you know, he's got like like half chewed like saltwater taffy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like look at those taffy. cute little uh garbage like ear things. I mean, that's just look at those stats. Come on, yeah, it's literal garbage. I hate it. So <laughs> the first much. one says like Thank aluminum, you, the second one says like dirt <laughs> yeah. stats. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 been interesting to go back into Emerald and see like all the Pokemon I knew having different typings and different visual looks. Um, but you know, so far none of them have been like super exciting. So I don't, I don't know how long I'll stick with this. I I might grind through a little bit further to see what happens, but, um, I might be dropping that. I did go and, uh, you know, shockingly create a spreadsheet of all of the ROM hacks and fan games that I want to try. And it is, it is quite long. <laughs> I was say, there seems like there's a lot of these. Oh yeah. Sure. There's like hundreds and hundreds of, of these games. And um, yeah, they're not all of them are super interesting, but enough of them are uh, at least in, in terms of me wanting to try them out. If they did like a, like Stardew Valley style original 150 Pokemon where you could like build like your own like gym or your own town with other players, collect your own Pokemon, create your own freaking cult and your, you have your gym in your town. Right. Yeah. But you could also yeah. like, it gives you like the maintaining and the farming and everything, but Pokemon are just another aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Like a total world sim that just has Pokemon involved with it. Like I'd yeah, it'd be really cool. They're, you could choose is, PvP or not. It's not Pokemon, but it is a monster taming game that is a solo play of what you're describing, where it's a monster tamer mixed with a Stardew Valley type farming okay. thing, but it doesn't have that multiplayer aspect. Um, but 
yeah, there there also is one. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm trying to find my log real quick, and I can't talk and click at the same time. It's um, amazing. With, like with Pokemon Go, while you're trying to find that, uh, yeah. with Pokemon Go, uh, all I ever want to do is find a freaking Geo dude. Right. I could never find a Geo. I ended up with like a like a Vulpix. I had some like super rare ones for the time. Mm-hmm. But I can never. Like, everyone's like, "Oh my god, you got this!" I'm like, "I just want my Geo dude." Like, I feel like I, I feel like I, that was like the one that was like always around my house when that was out. <sighs> of course, but I, but I uh, <laughs> of course it was. Yeah, well, it, yeah, for you <laughs> it's, it's like, exciting, but for right me, <laughs> for me, it wasn't very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan, Jordan will be over right after we're done recording. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Dude, but, did, uh, did you guys ever go to Price Park when when the oh, game was yeah. like, popping off? Oh yeah, there's like hundreds of people walking around. Yeah, yeah. I was really drunk, like... but I went. Yeah, and yeah. about half of those people probably haven't seen sunlight in like seven right. seven years. Right, right. Dude, it was insane. Like that's the yeah. busiest, and there were like still like the old people trying to do their walking. They're like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? Why are there yeah. so many people yeah. in the park? There are all these I mean, mouth kids. breathers out here on yeah. the phones? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I was one of those people. I'd go there on my lunch break from work. Yeah, and me and a couple other people, and we'd be walking around in our business cash, you know, catching folks. <laughs> when you get back to work, and you're like, God, I'm so hungry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I slimmed down a little bit. It was good to uh, No, uh, so on my log here, I have 37 games i want to try cheesy breezy uh, and this doesn't even crack the surface um it's but it, it it's surprising that nintendo doesn't try to crack down on those in some capacity yeah it, or is it just like so out before. of control that they're like so it's probably it's, it's is completely is, so open so yeah. like, how do you stop it yeah. right right and the thing is none of these people are making money off of it also so like, true yeah what what can they really do like shut it down okay great but like right seven more are going to pop up and yeah. probably already have in the time of me you just saying that right and if they um, shut it down what's it do it makes it blow up even more right, right exactly yeah yep. yep. exactly uh but the cool thing about these hacks hacks and and fan maids is they are created by people who love this franchise and the concept so you get all the stuff that fans have been like screaming about Begging wanting for, or yeah. like uh, you know, <clears throat> a lot of these people are just creating a game they want to play, right? right? So you get all these cool, unique like additions to mechanics or uh, reworking of of existing Pokemon. And then, of course, like you get some really, really cool, brand new fake Pokemon that these people create. So it's it's really interesting. Um, a few of the ones on my list here that are that are have interesting premises that make me want to try them. There's a hack called Emerald Rogue that's a roguelike, and oh, you get uh, to pick of of three random Pokemon. You know, you don't know what they're going to be when you start the game. You pick one, and then you get like you get three uh, uh, an option of three routes you can go on. So you pick one. You go in there. You catch whatever's there. Then you come out. And you get like an option of three more routes you can go on, and then eventually you get to a gym, and then it's random who you battle yeah, that's cool. yeah. and then if any of your pokemon die they're they're dead for good and if you wipe then you just start your run over again and so that sounds really interesting <laughs> yeah it's cool there's a rom hack where you play as a uh, team rocket grunt <laughs> and like are working your way through team rocket which sounds really interesting yeah uh there's of course uh bushido which is a yeah i remember uh, you saying that you know, that uh other samurai type um 
game that I really want you to try, but that's more in line with a traditional Pokemon game as opposed to the conquest tactics. Um, there's uh, Pokemon Adventures Red and then Pokemon Adventures Special Chapter that tell the manga stories Oh, in cool. Pokemon gameplay. Yeah. Uh, I started Adventures Red, and both of those, Red and Special Chapter, ha- are like very highly regarded in the the hack hack and fan made communities i started red and i was like this is super cool i want to stream this but i played it for like an hour and i, I think i'm just going to start over on stream uh, because yeah it's, it's so cool uh because it plays out like a single player sto- story instead of this open world like just catch them all battle people type thing um 11 o'clock hiccups are kicking in i know i know <laughs> <laughs> there's Pokemon Crown, which is uh, like quest driven and set in almost like medieval times and the way the battling works in there. It's an auto battler. So like you catch your Pokemon, but when the battles happen, you just, just see them you auto just... battle and you just oh, like, wow. oh, hopefully my guy's strong enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sounds kind of nice, actually. Right. Yeah, it's it's pretty neat. There's. Like I trained you, I don't have to tell you what to do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. So all my training has been useless. Yeah. Uh, there's a hack that puts Pokemon into uh, Fire Emblem gameplay, so your oh. whole team battles at once. Like, oh, dude, that's cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which sounds really, really cool. Uh, and then of course there are cool, like. Oh, what do they call them exactly? I forget there's a term for it, but basically Game Boy Advance versions of the Switch games. So like Sword and Shield, they have somebody went in and recreated that whole world and game in a Game Boy Advance style. Okay. <clears throat> uh, there's uh, Scarlet a... and Violet ones kind of starting to make their way out but uh, it's a this... make is what you're probably thinking of. yes yeah. exactly yeah uh so i really am excited to try sword and shield uh yeah because cool. i hated the switch <laughs> game yeah. um and i still am only like halfway through violet and i cannot force myself to play that game i really can't stand it so i'm waiting for the scarlet and violet demake to come out yeah. so i can <laughs> experience scarlet and violet in <laughs> made by a fan in crappy game boy advance style <laughs> yeah at least it will um, run smooth probably right exactly i'll be able to actually like see what's on yeah. the dang screen i feel like Are i need you- to look through the hubble telescope to see any of the Pokemon that are on the screen that are you guys more read the text. I think I already know the answer for Mike. Are you do you like Harry Potter, Jordan? Um I, I like it more these days than I did even a couple of years ago. Yeah. But uh I mean I always say I'm an avid fan. I, I, I like the I like the relaxed setting of it in some cases. Um I probably I probably like a I probably like the world more than the characters. Yeah. Probably good way to say it. Yeah, I uh, so Hogwarts Legacy is a game that's coming out next week. And I, yeah, game I, I probably probably haven't been this excited for a game in years and I've not, I know nothing about Harry Potter. I've never ah, even seen yeah. the movie. I read question. the first yeah, I read the first yeah. book maybe when I was like ten when it came out. Um, but nothing beyond that. So I'm super excited to watch through the movies because I think they're 
everybody I talk to is like, yeah, dude, you're going to love them. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> JK Rowling again, battling cancel culture right now. Right? Yep. Yeah. And let me tell you about the, I, I do need to vent a little bit about HBO max real quick because all those movies were on there until February 1st. And they took all the Harry <laughs> Potter movies off. What a shitty, what a shitty move. So I thought it was, and I talked about it on the stream of the last of us today. I thought it was a, they took them off because they know the game's coming out and people are going to want to watch the movies and then they'll buy the movies. Right. But it's actually because Warner Brothers, those are Warner Brother movies, so they should right. be on HBO mm-hmm. Max, correct? But yeah. they're they're sharing rights with Peacock. So now they're over on oh, Peacock for, for okay. like a couple months and they bounce back and forth still. So they spent like, some okay, money. Well. They spent some money for that timing then. Yeah, must yeah. have. Yeah. You know also just left the and like they took off Justice League and Justice League Unlimited with the cartoon TV hmm. shows. Interesting. They're like they're, yeah. they're going to be leaving. I'm like, where are the are these yeah. going? Yeah, yeah where, where they they go? Go? <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> where else are they going to go? HBO right. is the home of DC. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, oh, on this news though, um, as you guys may know, if you're uh, you know listeners of the podcast, we are doing our Throwback Thursday series on Mr. Robot. We got two more episodes left, which will be the next two episodes of the podcast. Um, but I was on Reddit the other day and um came across a very frightening post (laughs) that said uh somebody said that mr robot was no longer available on prime video which has thrown a wrench in our plans for you know covering the series yeah Uh, i mean i own it but is it true of chattering you uh no i like rushed over to prime video and i was like Please don't be true. Please don't be true. And it it's still there. So I don't know. If it just like, says it's true. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. That's <laughs> all it says as soon as you open it. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, at least over here, I like, I, I wonder, I think the poster might have been in the UK or something. Uh, but yeah, it's still on Prime. So I don't know. Maybe yeah, they still were online, like, yeah. in uh, some sort of like fever dream when they tried to <laughs> find Mr. Robot and they were actually on like Hulu or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it is still there. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have anything else gaming wise you want to talk about, or we're ready to plug our our upcoming episodes and get the heck out of here? No, I, I would just say, yeah, Chad. If you if you stream that, um, uh, I'll definitely watch that. Yeah, it, yeah, it looks it, it looks really good, man. I I can't, I can't wait for it. I know nothing about it. Like it just yeah, looks well, they cool. do. Like, from it what, just looks cool. what I do know is it's kind of it takes place way before like like Harry's yeah, eighteen hundreds. So, yeah, yeah. So there's a little bit more of a like high fantasy wildlife still living in the area and stuff. So it's it's uh you know it'll be it'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. it, it might yeah, be a we'll whole see. reboot or might might be another not a reboot but a, a launch of like a whole other area to tell stories from. So. Yeah. I'm pretty convinced that that it's going to get absolutely slaughtered in reviews. Yeah. I just oh, know yeah. it because yeah, if you go why? watch any of the previews, that's all they talk about is the JK Rowling yeah. stuff. Yeah. And that nothing drives me more crazy than when I go somewhere to learn about a video game and I'm getting like politics. Like I don't give a shit about, I want to hear about the game. I don't care yeah. about your right. personal views on whatever right. the hell happened. I don't even and know what happened. Unfortunately, it, I don't plays care. In, it plays into both the good reviews and the bad reviews. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, speaking of go subscribe to Showboys gaming, YouTube, uh, link on the page somewhere. Uh, so you can catch Chad streams. He's currently streaming the last of us part one. And, uh, so you want to head over there, follow along in case, you know, you're watching the series and maybe you never played the game or you just want to revisit, you know, the greatest video game, maybe of all time, uh, watch Chad play it. It's only probably like the 82nd time he's played it. 
not sure. Right. So it probably will be pretty smooth. This is actually the third time, technically. I've only, I only played Last of Us one time up until recently when I bought the new one. We'll live oh. stream the the fourth purchase as well. And I think <laughs> and I think you're 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 thinking in your head that that, that math doesn't make sense because you, you bought it three times, yeah. but you only played it once correct i did not buy i did not play through the the remaster on ps4 i just bought it (laughs) this is perfect um yeah so go do that uh subscribe here uh showboys podcast we're doing a giveaway of nintendo switch oled if you uh subscribe uh help us get to a thousand subscribers that will trigger the giveaway and uh, i think we might do a giveaway at each you know, hundred subscriber milestones. So when we get to 400, 500, 600, et cetera, um, make sure you do that. Uh, head over to showboysmedia.com so you can take our poll to help us decide the winners of round one of the March Madness streaming service original tournament we have going on there. Uh, I, this is probably the podcast project that I'm most excited about. Like, I'm so excited for this tournament. Um, we've been working really hard on it behind the scenes. So, uh, we would love it it, for you to participate and for you to join us in March as we work our way through this bracket. Um, we, we are pitting 64 of the best streaming service original series up against each other to determine the ultimate streaming service original. Uh, we have a bracket in our discord and uh, maybe on the website too uh, that you can print out and fill out in your your, your traditional college basketball bracket uh, fashion. Take a picture and throw it in the Discord to enter our perfect bracket challenge. Uh, vote in the poll so we can use your votes and that data to help us determine the winners of round one. Um, yeah, that starts in just a couple weeks. Next week, we'll be covering season three of Mr. Robot. And the week after that, uh, we'll be covering season four. Uh, this is where, the, I mean, this show's already crazy. But yeah, yeah uh, season two really took it up a level. And season three just continues that uh, level of craziness uh, rising. You get the introduction of my favorite character in the entire series. He comes in season three. Um, yeah, uh, I've watched the first two episodes uh, today. I'm excited to talk about it. I can't wait. Um, have you started season three yet, Chad? I have not. I have not. It's a, it's a 13 I'm, I'm banger. Buffer week. Season three episodes. is? Yes. So get on it. Wait, I think you might be mistaken. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's 10. Season four is 13. Oh, I got it mixed up. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Which is a lot. He's like, I, I thought, thought it like ended, season two. I thought it ended a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> I I just remember there being a thirteen piece in there, and I was like, oh man, that's yeah. a lot to watch in a week. Yeah, so. that's easy. Yeah, that is a lot to watch in a week. Bro. Uh, so we got twenty three episodes to watch in two weeks. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, make sure you tune in. It's been a super fun uh, series to dive into. Thank you, Jordan, for coming on tonight. Thanks for having me. Always fun hanging out, uh, being uh, a wealth of comic knowledge to impart on the masses. So thank you. Um, And hope Nick gets feeling better. Better be feeling better by next week. Got a very important season to cover. With all that being said, you guys have a great one. uh, And we'll see you next time. Make sure you subscribe.
trying this new Pokemon ROM hack game. It's called computervirus.rom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that one's like at the top of the list. Yeah. <laughs>